Hey, y'all, you goofy goobers. It's time for the Robert Scott Bell Show. <laughs> I, just, I just have to be silly a little bit. There's so much seriousness out there, but we got a lot of serious stuff to talk about today, too. Uh, now, in the first hour, my good friend, Dr. Kenneth Oliver, who's been helping my wife with uh, some neural pathway stuff, uh, uh, chiropractic neurologist. We had him on before. I'm excited to bring to you updates with him on the show in the first hour. If you've got some neurological issues of any kind, mild to significant, uh, he's a guy you want to know. Uh, also, hour two, uh, we're back to our friends at Nutritional Frontiers, Jamie Dorley and Christine Glein. Uh, rumor has it there might be video of me playing tennis with Christine in Las Vegas. So uh, you want to stick around for that. And there might be a giveaway associated with the with the tennis balls we were hitting. So uh, I don't know. We'll find out about that as well. Also, um, focal point on, on health, sexual health today, uh, virility and fertility. Uh, coming out of uh, Nutritional Frontiers. They've been working with an OBGYN with uh, really good success, uh, holistic, of course, methodologies and modalities. So that's coming up on the show today. We got to open up uh, first and foremost with uh, the COVID jab, the COVID injection propaganda. Still still happening. Why? And who's speaking out against it? Stand by for that and a whole lot more on the Robert Scott Bell Show. RobertScottBell.com slash listen for the chat room. Chime in. Let us know where you're listening or watching from. And let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. As we're going to air uh, live here, October 3rd, 2023, these things are, are more time sensitive, so I'm not going to dwell on it because things are going to change very quickly. There's a lot of chaos, apparently, or what's described as chaos in the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, apparently, uh, I don't know if it's a no confidence vote in Speaker McCarthy, but stuff's going on. While we're on, if there's any more updates you on, SuperDon will be paying attention to that as well. Our main focus of the show is not that because the chaos in Congress, both Republican and Democrat, uh, you know, it's out of control, as you know, as I know, as we know. Maybe they could benefit from some uh, neuro neurological realignment. Maybe a chiropractor could help them or maybe someone like Dr. Kenneth Oliver, who will be revisiting with uh, today on the Robert Scott Bell Show. But first up, before we get there, I was also second hour, a heads up. We got uh, men's and women's sexual health, virility, fertility. Uh, Jamie Oliver. No, Jamie. Why am I thinking Jamie Oliver? That's funny. <laughs> Jamie Dorley. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's Lyon. funny. Well, wow, that was a that was a slip in there, wasn't? Is he the is he the food guy, Jamie Oliver? Jamie, no, Jamie Oliver is. Uh, Which guy was that? Isn't he the guy that yeah, he used to be on the Daily Show and he has his oh, own show? That now. might be that guy. You're right. The guy with the 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 English accent. Yeah, I'm wondering because I, I saw he's in the news, but I have no idea why. Maybe you can find out. Maybe there's something we need to report on. Jamie I saw some Oliver. kind of headline like Jamie Oliver is back and he's angry. <clears throat> I don't know why. So anyway, that's funny. Jamie Dorley will be back. I don't think he's angry. Uh, and then Kenneth Oliver. And Kenneth. Oh, that's it. That's where you see. Yeah. See, Dr. Oliver can tell me my neurological pathways that tripped up in that moment. Easily. You're the, you're the goofy goober today. I'm the goofy goober day. It's true. Anytime <laughs> I open the microphone, the goofy goober is speaking. It is true. So, Where's that uh, from? That's that's a SpongeBob that's a, thing. Isn't that's it? a SpongeBob, I think. That, that's uh they did a song called i'm a goofy goober or something at the end or something i remember that oh, when the on. kids were hey fellow goofy goobers time to say oh <laughs> i'm a goofy goober yeah <laughs> 
Okay. I just, there you go. I think at the end of the movie, they turned it into a heavy metal song. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. They did. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that trip down memory lane when the kids were, were little. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, also, as we open the show, a uh, new COVID injection pushes on. And uh, thank, thankfully, a uh, guest we've had on before. I'd love to get him back on, uh, Dr. Joseph Ladapo or Ladapo. Yeah. Superdon gave me a it's compliment Latipo. about that too. Yes. Dr. Latipo is a great guy. And his wife we had on the show as well, uh, speaking out against it. Uh, he's very uh, forthright and direct. He says the push is anti-human and it's a major safety concern. I'd say, if anything, that's an understatement, but very few people are being as direct, especially from the physician community, like especially from the Surgeon General's position in Florida, to say that he would not recommend this vaccine to any living being on this planet. Hmm. Respect, Joseph Latipo. Respect. All respect to you. I appreciate you so much. And, you know, this goes into, you know, the question of uh, presidential politics just a little bit, because, as you know, the uh, the personality of uh, the governor there, DeSantis, might be equivalent to, you know, a cardboard box. But I like Governor DeSantis for the things that he's done in Florida. And I think if he would focus on his record and get people talking about what he's done there, he'd do a lot better. But again, I am a fan of his as well. I mean, I look at everybody up there and I'm just like DeSantis. He's like, I don't know why I'm in a little boxer. Uh, Yeah, he's the guy. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he's the guy that seems. Yeah. Seems the guy that that uh, should be leading the pack, but nobody likes him anymore. He like he got this big surge, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I think he he had a couple of blunders of some sort, yeah. and he's never recovered. I, I think that uh, the the if there is an agenda to derail him, uh, he, I don't think it's over for him. But I think he's got to retool and re-strategize or get another campaign manager because the focus has been all wrong. And he has done good things in Florida, a freedom state at this point. I mean, think I, about it. You never hear anything about DeSantis in the, in the news anymore. No, not unless it's negative. They'll try. Nothing. So yeah. it also tells me about, you know, kind of the way they went after Trump. They don't like certain folks, both sides often, because they'll actually do some things that'll kind of throw a, a wrench in the works, so to speak. All right, let's. Uh, I want to dive headlong into neurological health today because Dr. Kenneth Oliver, I've just been amazed ever since I first saw him lecture and then uh, began to uh, have my wife uh, consult with him on her issues. You know, I've been forthright and forthcoming about what's been going on with my wife over the last 12 years since she had uh, dental uh, extractions that resulted in a trigeminal neuralgic pain that uh, there were some years in the early couple of years of it, especially I didn't know if I was going to have a wife. I didn't know if she was going to survive this. And, you know, we we fought through, she fought through, of course, uh, utilizing various botanicals, uh, cannabis, CBD, uh, even the traditional, if I can call them allopathic painkillers, which were just devastatingly rotten and horrible and didn't help. And then Kratom as well, uh, various different treatments. I mean, you name it, we tried it. And and I've, I've joked about it. It's not, and this is, yeah, super done showing Dr. Kenneth Oliver's website, the neuroclinic.org. And we have that linked up in the show notes today at robertscabell.com. And along the way, we've had little leaps and bounds and fits and starts to get some help for her. Um, nothing has really touched the pain fully, although it's not as devastatingly bad as it once was in the beginning phases where she would have to hide out. And and we didn't know if she would would come out ever. Uh, and, and so when I heard, uh, and my wife did as well, uh, Dr. Kenneth Oliver speak on chiropractic neurology, 
Um, he knows everything about what we call allopathic neurology, you know, the basic stuff. Because in chiropractic school, the first two years, you learn everything you learn in medical school, pretty much. The sad part is many chiropractors end up, um, uh, you know, corrupted often by the licensure. And now we've talked about chiropractic colleges mandating vaccines for entry. Uh, yet the true origin of chiropractic is a vital force. It's a vitalistic view of the body and innate intelligence. It's not one that drugs anybody. And in fact, uh, you know, as a, a, we, we've uh, interacted with uh, Kenneth Oliver, uh, he's not a drug chiropractor. Uh, he's doing extraordinary work in terms of uh, taking the scientific leaps and bounds that do exist within neurology, but applying them from a more of a chiropractic holistic model rather than an allopathic drug you model. Uh, because many people will uh, go to uh, traditional neurologists, if you kind of allopathic, and they'll get on Neurontin, Gabapentin, different things, or, or, or horrible addicting pain-killing drugs. And never really improve much, just manage it. Of course, the chiropractic model can result in, you know, adjustments to re release the nerve flow via chiropractic adjustments. But even more than that, what Dr. Oliver is doing, what I've witnessed is introducing you to some various forms of exercises that have objective analyses or tests that my life, my, my wife really liked. I'm like, I can actually see, I can feel it, but it's sort of like uh, subjective. And then she can actually see it. We're going to reveal some of that today on the show. And, and, and that's just the setup of the stage for uh, Dr. Kenneth Oliver's triumphant return to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Dr. Oliver. <laughs> hey, again, a pleasure to be with, with you. I, I apologize for the camera. If you remember last time or saw the show, it's because we put some hard work and sweat and tears into installing an echo water unit in our office. Yes, that's right. And it left some dust up on the camera. So I, I need a new computer or a new camera. But One thank you for another, having me on. We'll see you through the purple haze and we'll make it. <laughs> yeah. So, Dr. Oliver, I try to set the stage for what you do that's quite unique in the in the realm of neurology, because as far as I'm concerned, you're as smart as any, quote unquote, allopathic neurologist. You know all that they know, but you apply things, again, more holistically, more vitalistic in your view of the body and, uh, you know, not relying on drugs, medication and surgery. Uh, and, and again, there's a place for all of those things. We're not disputing that. I just think right. that there are far fewer places than they belong today and the things you're doing. Uh, I wish every neurologist would follow along and there would be more chiropractors doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's uh, very humbling. Thank you for the introduction. T too kind. I, I feel inadequate at times because in the world of neurology, there's just so much information to soak up and so much new stuff that comes out. I, I remember one of my professors in school taught me and we could probably publish a new textbook every 72 hours that rolls by when it comes to brain uh, neurological function. And so I try my best to keep up mm -hmm. and, and introduce some, some new ideas that are, that a lot of people just don't know about. So, yes. And we joke, I mean, you're an egghead in a good way. Cause I like, yes. I love the sciences and I've delved deep into the peer reviewed literature over many, many decades now. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, I've done a lot of reading. Let me go to somebody like Dr. Kenneth Oliver who continues reading <laughs> and, yeah, right. and learning about things that are very important that, uh, you know, I don't have as much knowledge in in terms of uh, deep level neurology and how you've combined your your special schooling or specific schooling in the chiropractic model, which is, again, holistic, non-drugging. It really honors the free flow of energy through the body, through the nervous system. And then taking these things that you've learned from the other side in neurology, somehow bringing them together in a really beautiful, holistic way to help people of various backgrounds, injuries, chronicities. And, you know, as I described my wife's background and you've gotten to know her a bit over the over the last months as well, um, you know, what you've seen and how we can talk about some of the things that have helped her tremendously. 
Right, right. That's one thing I've appreciated going through the schooling and, and learning what I've learned. Um, even within my scope of practice, if I wanted to prescribe a medication, couldn't do it uh, just because it's, it's not within my license. It's not my scope. But if, if you know anything about the basis and the foundation of chiropractic, it started back in September 18th of 1895 when D.D. Palmer adjusted Harvey Lillard for the first time and his hearing came back. And so we start a lot of philosophical thinking, like, how did that happen? There's no direct nerve from the spine that goes right up to your auditory cortex. How does this happen? And so what we learn and what I'm so appreciative of from my mentors is that, and it's pounded home to us every time we're learning new concepts is human beings are sensory driven and the central nervous system responds to sight, sound, taste, touch, smell. So when we get these articles that are coming hot off the press, I have wonderful doctors that I get to associate with that take the information and say, hey, guys, maybe think about this. Maybe think about how we can integrate this into active physical th neurological therapy mm -hmm. that abides by those principles of neuroplasticity that we've known about since about the 1950s. Now, at this point, is that the brain, like Deutsch's stuff that he touches on, the brain that changes itself, we know that the brain can change. And so... If we can give it the right combination of sensory inputs, we can watch neuroplasticity take off in a very positive direction that can make profound effects with many different neurological conditions. Well, if we're looking at some of the things that you've incorporated or integrated into your practice beyond what we can call traditional chiropractic subluxation treatment, right. if you will, or adjustments, you you decided, and again, a passion, a great passion of yours that you've honored is like, man, I want to dig deeper and deeper and deeper into this to help people that... Uh, maybe even the adjustments, and I don't know if that's heresy to say it, are not enough. <laughs> you know, no, like, they're they're super complementary. I don't oftentimes yeah. use them with every single patient because they're not indicated. But mm -hmm. the chiropractic adjustment is profound and powerful. But there are those that have been stuck in patterns of dysfunction that simply removing that neurological interface. Uh, doesn't break the pattern. This is where we get into practice, like, you know, an athlete exercises and practices and practices to be so good. The, the nervous system is highly attuned. And if we've gotten into bad patterns of behavior physiologically, right. we're unaware of subconsciously, unconsciously over years, maybe compensation to injuries, maybe an injury set the stage, any number of things that could happen. And I think that's where you're taking the time, as, as, as I've seen per firsthand, to find out what it is unique to each individual that comes to see you. It's not a one size fits all approach, although there may be uh, techniques or, or let's say uh, uh, practices that can work across the board, but often you're, you're, I see you individualizing everything. Right. Yeah. If, if you don't mind getting into some of the, the actual practical application that we tried with your wife, Nancy. Yes. I mean, when we first started, we went after it in, in a, in a very, kind of straightforward, simple way. If we're going after trigeminal neuralgic pain that hasn't necessarily been touched with the neurontin and the gabapentin and everything else that we've tried along the way, well, I initially stepped in and started using low-level laser therapy and some other things that I thought would work because these, these pieces of equipment have protocols for things like this. And over time, we just started seeing it. It wasn't working. It's like things were changing, albeit they were mild, but the pain wasn't necessarily dropping. It wasn't going away. And we tried for a few weeks um, working with her until I just said, okay, there's only so much time can go by where we're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We know mm -hmm. what that is, the definition of insanity, right? So 
these are very unique conversations and moments that I occasionally will have with patients that I'm struggling with. Nancy was one of those. And so I had to call a timeout and say, okay, we got to change gears here and, and look at this a different way. And, and we can get into kind of what we've been up to the, the last month uh, by utilizing TMS therapy, which made the, the most profound difference for her. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get to that as well. Uh, but part of the reality is like we're looking at something that happened 12 years ago. Right. And, you know, having gone through numerous anti-inflammatory, even extreme medication at the early phases because we're so desperate to the all the holistic things that we know modulate inflammation. See, and there's no evidence of inflammation in her body, at least in those areas. There's no explanation for any nerve damage at this point. There's something else going on here, and you describe perhaps, I don't know if this is the right word, entrainment within the brain centers where th it's so used to the firing of the injury on the nerve that even though the nerve's not damaged or injured anymore, that one of the possible things is that it, it, it's stuck in a pattern within the brain itself. Yeah, we refer to these as centralized pain syndromes, and if it, um, trigeminal neuralgia, and, and especially in Nancy's case, could be an example of that. Some other conditions that you might see is chronic regional pain syndrome reflex sympathetic dystrophy, where I've seen folks get a, a minor mild surgery done on their wrist or, you know, a carpal tunnel or something, then all of a sudden they've got searing burning pain that's 10 out of 10 that's centralizing and coming up towards their, their upper arm, right? And you look at that and you're just like you said, it's the, the, there's not inflammation in the arm. That's not the problem. So what has happened and that's why we can refer to essentially these, these conditions as centralized because it has become a hardwired pattern in the brain's perception of what pain really is. And so I try my best because I got one patient that got really mad at me once because she interpreted what I was saying was that it was all in her head. I told you, know, she thought I said, you know, I was make, she was making it all up and it was no. all in her head. What I was literally trying to tell her was it, neurologically, it was in her central nervous system. It was in parts of her cerebrum, the thalamus, the brainstem, these other areas of the brain that are intimately connected with the way that the brain processes pain. And so when these pain patterns become centralized, you have to start thinking, how do I break this? I can't do this with a drug. There's got to be another way to do that. So... And, and that, that's what makes work fun, too. It's, it's like detective work and you've got to yes. dive head in and, and, and find an answer. So, no, it's extraordinary. The, 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 the experiences you've had to bring you to this moment. But at the same time, uh, the openness that you are to be guided to something new or, or right. distinct and different. And like, you know, what can we do? And there's a wide variety of things you have access to at the, uh, the Neuro Clinic. Y'all can check it out. TheNeuroClinic.org. It's linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. I often say if you've hit a ceiling in your healing, I've talked about the brilliant formulation coming out of, you know, because of the Chernobyl accident that happened all those decades ago in Soviet Union, Russia, and they developed this uh, pine bark type uh, derivative. It's all botanical to counteract ionizing radiation mm -hmm. and heavy metals. And it's a great product to help, but that also helps people to break through a ceiling in their healing. I'm sure you've seen a pattern of heavy metal toxicity ex exacerbating or having an ongoing issue with inflammation, pain, or otherwise. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, look at some of the research that Dr. Exley is doing out of the UK, if you've followed his stuff. We've had him on a number of times over the years. I mean, so, you know, he, he's talked about this for years where they're doing postmortem autopsies on kids that can't chelate heavy metals. They've got 20 times the, the two times the amount of aluminum in their brains. And then you look at that and say, no wonder they're a little neuro, neuro atypical. Yeah. Say, say it what it is. It's autism, right? Crazy stuff.
So yeah, anything that can complement on the metabolic side about like like what you were just mentioning with the with the pine barks and those are all things that I'm looking into as well because there's only so much that functional neurology can do. And that's one thing I always tell every patient I start working with is we can address physical trauma and stress, but you can't ignore the emotional trauma, but also chemical and metabolic. So if you're not right. like treating the gut, healing the gut, it's very hard to heal the brain because of the gut brain axis right. and, the, and the interplay between those two systems. And so again, it's what makes practice fun because there's so much thing, so much, so many things to consider. Well, and when you go to the neurological uh, medical conferences, you know, oftentimes the allopaths are blinded by their training or programming. And mm -hmm. even as they'll present on gut brain axis connections, they're not as schooled and skilled at how to address that because their fo focus, you know, is on pharmacology, if you will, right. so much. Right. And so you have an advantage, I believe, and from a chiropractic neurology standpoint to address all the things that they're presenting on, but you're already inclined to go, oh, we already know how to address some of these things. Now right. we're realizing the connection to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, so as we're coming back to my wife's case, realizing, okay, we don't have any evidence of injury. Now there might be some things we're, we don't know yet. I, I acknowledge that and I know you do as well, but for the most part, we go, all right, there's something going on perhaps in the brain and trained there. Uh, now, Two things. One, I want to get into the TMS, the technology. We'll get to that because there's some other side benefits that I'm excited about. But yeah. also the exercises that you gave my wife to do. I mean, these right. are like hand-eye coordination stuff that are like, re I don't know, retraining something. And again, yeah. we have an objective analysis. We're going to show some images when we get there. But just set the stage for those kinds of things that you work with patients on. Yeah, I think what, what people realize when they come here, if they have any background in the sciences, is that they literally our, our, our training program, the fellowship program that we went through for brain injury rehabilitation, which is essentially our concussion course, was all based off of a book called The Neurology of Eye Movements. It's a huge medical text called The Neurology of Eye Movements. And what I've learned over the years in practice is that, you know how they say the, the eyes are the window to the soul. I simply replace that with the eyes or the window to the nervous system because the visual system is connected intimately with almost every single part of your brain. Depending on a certain eye movement, you can see if the frontal lobe's working okay, or um, if a, if a fast eye movement is delayed, which we'll, we'll get into on the on the graphs and stuff. We know that there could potentially be a problem in the brainstem. If we're seeing evidence of what we call an omnipause intrusion, we know that's a problem that's typically coming from the basal ganglia. So I'm asking patients like, are you having issues or do you have family history of Parkinson's disease or simply just are you depressed? And so looking at all these things and then being able to say, OK, well, if we understand that a breakdown, for example, if I have a patient that's sitting in front of our screen, we have our testing procedure and they start executing. Uh, well, let me let me go here first. Let's say they're really good. And despite what they're going through, they can they can gaze fixate like a champ on a target. And that's, we basically just put a dot on a screen and say, okay, stare at this for 15 seconds and then stare at this for 15 seconds. And we do it in all different directions and they can do that just fine. But then the target changes uh, shape into a circle and it starts moving from side to side right here. And now the patient's trying to pursue that target, but all of a sudden their eyes are, are jerking and they can't keep up with the target. Well, we understand then, then what we could do is utilize the things that are operating well in, within that nervous system. So we know in that example, they can gaze fixate on something. They are struggling with the pursuit. So how do we now integrate the vestibular system to help rewire that, that pathway? So in a, a very simple exercise that oftentimes we'll, we'll prescribe is called a no-no or a yes-yes. Hmm. 
So if they can gaze fixate just fine, but the pursuit mechanisms are, are, are almost completely broken, well, we give them a gaze fixation to stare at their thumb. While they're staring at their thumb, they can turn their head and now that's integrating the vestibular system into training that pursuit mechanism to behave the way it's supposed to. Yeah. And so I tell every patient that when we look at these diagnostics, really what we're doing is we're gathering pieces of the puzzle together. And those pieces of the puzzle are going to tell us how to, how to put it together. And just doing simple things like that. I know we talked about this last time, but I love gargling. Gargling is a vagal nerve stimulator. When you activate those muscles in the back of your throat, you can integrate vagal nerve stimulation with these exercises. Um, so that kind of, I, patients always ask me like why I don't have like a whole YouTube channel with all of these exercises parsed out. Right. And it's like, I don't know, because I, I could see someone for one condition and someone for the same condition, they're going to have completely different exercises based off of what right. the information is telling yeah, us. You, you are again, responding to each individual that comes to you. And you know, what's fascinating about this and in, in witnessing what my wife went through you know, you look at these exercises and, you know, if you're just objective about it, not knowing anything, you're like, what is the, the silliest thing I've ever seen? Yeah, that they're doing this and this, you know, but again, there was a starting point where you can actually see objectively how you were responding and, and you have an indication of what that means too, as well. And right. then through the exercise, seeing the improvement that is again, object, this is what my wife was like, so excited about. It's like so much of what we've done has been very subjective and we'd like to think it's working. We're not sure. But sometimes you need those like uh, those those points in eternity where you can actually measure here. Look at that. And right. that is encouraging for those that have been suffering like my wife for so many years to go. We are on to something here. There's a change app. There's changes. App, there's positive. Really, I could I could get well. And so what you're offering is something so extraordinary and, and yet so simple on that right. level. You know, that's we're not getting into the technology so much, even though there's some involved already. Right. Right. And that's just what I'm so grateful for forward thinkers. I mean, I don't know if I had mentioned this last time when we talked about, um, I don't think we touched on this, but there's just a, a video I saw the other day. There's two, two neuroscientists based out of Stanford that are coming out and teaching people what I call, I refer to as the sniff sniff grunt, but it's the same ther therapy and exercise that I've been teaching people for decades now at this point of just simply gargling. And they're telling people like, hey, you can maybe touch on your anxiety a little bit if you're feeling nervous or you're anxious because of the nucleus of the vagal nerve sits in the lower portion of the brainstem. When it activates, it stimulates a parasympathetic, parasympathetic nerve tone. And it's like, well, we've, we've known that for years and I've been asking patients to do that for years. So it's now finally, I've, I've been seeing a pattern where a lot of times what we've been doing for so long is now starting to come out it's very common that you might now go see a neurophysical therapist or a neuro PT, or if a doctor recognizes that you've had a head injury or a concussion, they're going to refer you for vision therapy. That's the same thing I'm talking about. We've been doing vision therapy for, for years, but now it's becoming more mainstream, which I'm appreciative of. I could look around and maybe see these as threatening to my business, but I, I, I'm, that couldn't be further from the truth. I love that it's being embraced now by more of the, you know, the, the, the physicians that are in clinical practice trying to help people with these brain injuries. I think that the, the, the more people that do it, the more we'll realize they need it because right. of the success people are having. So way, way you're looking at the world is from a, a place of abundance, not mm -hmm. poverty. And I, right. I wish more doctors would do that. That's kind of my perspective is like, 
it, that's why I love we're, we're doing a homeopathic hit every day for people yeah. teaching. It's like, well, aren't you afraid that no one will come see you? It's like, no, no, no. The more you learn, the more you realize there's more to learn. And yeah. there's still going to be people that can help you, guide you, and, and will always need that. Uh, but the, the idea of empowering others to help to heal themselves, I think that's a noble pursuit, if I can say it that way. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So let's let's go into some of these exercises. And I know we have some images to show if you don't mind describing what we're going to see on the screen here uh, in terms of, uh, I guess you call a neurotypical uh, chart, if you will, yeah. and then where my wife was and then what happened after doing some of these exercises to show people what can be done. Right. Absolutely. So if we would pull open the slide, this what we're looking at here. These are four different profiles. So this is a very specific part of our testing that we do that is simply, and it's, and it's strictly saccadometry. So saccades are fast eye movements that are generated first and foremost by certain structures in your brainstem. And they send these little interneurons will send a signal up to your frontal lobe so that when your brain is now realizing, okay, I've got a target that I need to look at in a very quick way. So if you can think about the word saccade is fast eye movement. So saccadometry is measuring the brain's ability to execute that fast eye movement. And then the piece of equipment that we have is from a company called Ober Technologies. We can break this down into four different profiles. So what you see up in the top left corner is the position profile. This is a neurotypical ideal. And this is actually from a patient that I worked on about three years ago. And this was a very extreme anxiety and depression case. Mm -hmm. This was at the tail end of her therapy when the last three times that we ran her through this test, her findings were this consistent. And I knew that we had, had nailed it and totally improved function because we could look back at her initial baseline. So this is an example of that exact patient. And I show everyone this because I, in my years of practice running sacodometry, have not seen a better test than this. And so this is my standard is your idea. value. So, yeah. yeah. Or, or what we would consider ideal or baseline. So that top gotcha. left is the position profile. So here you can see, if you're looking at the data points, there's X and Y axis. We're looking at position in degrees and how much time in milliseconds it's taking. So a typical brain or a really healthy frontal lobe in about 90 to 100 milliseconds should be able to get the eyes out to the target at 20 degrees to the left and to the right. And the two colors that are shown on here is just an example of what side of the brain is being used. So the green you see is your left cortex that shoots your eyes in the opposite direction. Red is the right cortex that shoots your eyes in the, in the opposite direction to the left. Mm -hmm. Now, top right, velocity profile. That should look like a nice, smooth bell curve, yeah. okay? which basically just shows us that the eyes are speeding up. And ideally, you want to see those top values between four to 600 degrees per second. And then they, once they speed up, they're going to slow down because they're arriving to their target. Okay, so this is a perfect example of an, an appropriate velocity profile. If you look down in the bottom left, that's our latency profile. So this is reaction time. And the same unit responds basically like a stopwatch. And so it's timing to see how long it's taking your brain to get the movement going. And you don't want to see any of those over 200 milliseconds. Um, and so this is a, a perfect example. And I don't pay too much attention to the phase profile just because most of the emotion or the information that we need, we can gather mm. from the position, the velocity and the latency profile. Gotcha. So if we scroll down to that second image, you this is an example of your wife's, your dear wife's initial baseline. So. Mm -hmm you can see the difference between what we were just looking at above and what we're seeing now here. Couple things I'll point out. 
you can see on the top left the position profile. If you consider this like a like a, a dartboard, the one I showed you previously was that patient hitting the bullseye every single time. Yeah. Okay? Now we scroll down, you can see Nancy's kind of all over the place. Okay. Another very significant part that jumped out to me when we first looked at this was the image just below. That's the velocity profile. Right. So the order's a little bit different, but you can see how that shape is so much different. You see that the interruption, whereas before should look like a nice bell curve, but now it looks like an M mm -hmm. on that second image. That's a yeah. problem. That's a problem that comes from substantia nigra, certain areas of your brainstem that are pausing a fast eye movement right in the middle of the movement. That's inappropriate. That should not be happening. And, if well, you and consider, I can add to this yeah, as well. Ahead. In the initial phase intake, uh, she had a lot of dizziness. She, yeah. you know, occasionally would fall over. These yeah. are the kind of history things we were dealing with. And, um, in, you know, in the test that you you gave, gave an ability to, to, you learn a lot about how the brain was interacting with the rest of the body by yeah. a, a balance test as yeah. well. As Doing the balance, balance assessment. Test, right. Yeah. And so we see these things and, and we haven't gotten to the, uh, I guess the more recent, we'll get there, but suffice it to say, I will say my wife's not falling over anymore. Right. <laughs> it's like, again, more objective analysis to say, my gosh, these things were simple. They didn't require any medications, no surgery, uh, right. anything like that. Um, that if anybody out there is hearing this and saying, yeah, I've got some neurological issues and I, I'd like to go more holistically, uh, you guys check out theneuroclinic.org, theneuroclinic.org, and you'll learn more about Dr. Oliver and what he can provide. So let's go through these images again, talk a little bit more about what we're yeah, seeing here. So after time, giving specific exercises, like, for example, one I love to make a big impact with this aspect of the testing and then just to see what kind of changes we can make is called slingshot saccades. So we gave her some slingshot saccades. We gave her some no-nos, some yes-yeses, some, you know, gargling, some other things and, and scroll forward. And that's down below. That was her most recent outcome. And now you can see how much more that looks like the normative values that we first went over versus mm -hmm. what we had just looked at from her initial baseline. It's much cleaner position profile. Significant improvement, yeah. The latencies were improved. They're all sneaking up sub. And you see the shape of that velocity profile. Now it's starting to look more like a, a, a nice fancy bell curve mm -hmm. instead of that ugly M-shaped right. looking one that we saw that we were talking about on that last one. So. Mm -hmm. I love this too, just because this is another part of practice that helps keep me honest. I can't sit there in front of a patient and blow smoke <laughs> and tell them that they're doing better yeah. when they're not. Um, and when we can actually look at these objective data points and say, okay, like our balance scores, you were in the 60s before, and now you're in this upper 70s and 80 percentile. That's, you know, again, you can look at that and say that looks better. Mm -hmm. You can actually look at the video that we take that I was talking about with the pursuit mechanisms and say, hey, see, look, even the data points were showing you were screwing up your, your horizontal pursuits like crazy before. And now they're super smooth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is kind of the progress that we had made over time. And I think another thing, you know, again, without getting too personal, we'll just say mood. Yeah. One of the last things that your wife remarked to me was that her just general mood was so much better than it had been over the last few years. And that made my heart happy. So yeah, and this may, uh, you know, bring us into another technological marvel, I have to say, this thing called TMS. And some mm -hmm. of you have heard about magnetic, rather uh, fascinating. There's imagery, magnetic resonance imaging, MRIs, you've heard of that. So we recognize the body as electromagnetic, 
right? You know, I always talk about The Body Electric, the book I read initially that got me interested in silver, of all things, uh, by Dr. Robert Becker. But we are more than just chemistry. And, Mm -hmm. you know, working with magnetic fields is fascinating to me, yet there's technology that's applying that knowledge of the magnetic fields all the way into the brain, something called TMS. And uh, I will just say that uh, one of the things she recently said, and she's given us permission, me and you, permission to be able to share this, that not only the mood, but specifically feelings of depression, lifting, lifting, lifting from this TMS and maybe you can describe what this technology is. You know, we've got a few more minutes before I, I've got so much to do today, but I want yeah. to. I no, I understand. I can, I can keep this real short and simple, too. After oh. struggling for the time that we did with Nancy, not really seeing the outcomes that we were really shooting for, I said, okay, time out. Let's get you set up and only focus on running transcranial magnetic stimulation. And a, the, the, the unit that we use is from a company called MagStim. And so they send us out all these materials when we first buy the thing. And so I just said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to just adhere to the pain protocol. So there's certain protocols that are major depressive disorder, generalized anxiety, bipolar disorder, you know, all these. For Nancy, I just said, let's focus on the pain. Now, albeit the pain still has not dropped as much as we want to see this, but there's other things that are happening with her that were not happening before just yeah. by placing coils, magnetic coils around very specific parts of the cerebrum and then activating it. An electronic impulse goes through, hits the magnetic coils and delivers the coil uh, impulse through the brain. And so if you look it, I would say it's essentially the psychiatry's frontline approach at treating mental health disorders that the dr- drugs don't touch. And we are using it essentially slightly off label for pain in this case, and I love doing things off label. That it's that's where the safe experimentation happens when you're following maybe protocols that haven't been FDA approved yet, but are are very quickly becoming uh, more and more readily available and recognized. So, yeah, and this technology is large largely safe. I mean, they say that some people uh, in extreme cases uh, they they can trigger a seizure or something, but I don't yeah. know if that's something that's common or very rare that they just have to mention it with the technology, but that's yeah. not been the case uh, at all for my wife. Yeah. We've, we've had it since 2018 and we put every patient through that's willing to give it a try or wants to come just use that specifically. We give them a, a simple little questionnaire. One of those questions is, do you have history of epilepsy or seizure? Because that's one, another thing I would say about TMS is it's, I, I jokingly say it's the friendlier cousin to electric shock therapy because with ECT, you definitely have to uh-huh. sign off and acknowledge that that can become a problem. Yeah, um, you're but, destroying tissue with that type of technology. We're not talking I, about tissue destruction here, are we? No, no. Yeah. Just simply using magnetic impulses because your nervous system has to respond to those. It's just part mm-hmm. of its human experience. And then using it in a very spe- specific directed way with very specific frequencies, pulses, how, how long we're putting someone on it for. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not every patient has responded perfectly to it, but we haven't honestly had any contraindicative, like bad experiences um, from, from using it thus far. So now if people are intrigued and I'm sure they are maybe to come see you, is there like a lineup of six months waiting list or, or how, how can people get in to see you? I know how busy you are at the same time. I know how much you care and want to help people. Right. No, that's a, that's a great point. I think I had mentioned this last time that we chatted, but I make it expressly, uh, uh, available for people to get in as fast as possible. One for my own sanity, because I don't want to be seeing 30 patients a day. I love spending time with my patients. 
So on average, I'm honestly seeing eight to 15 patients a day. I mean, 15 is a busy day for me. Hmm. But the other thing that we do because of just experience I've had in clinic is we try to make it a point not to make it our, our wait list any longer than about two to three weeks because there's people that have been everywhere and tried everything that are suicidal and depressive that I can't have them wait for six months so they can right. get in a much sooner. Yeah. So again, the neuroclinic.org is the place to go. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Kenneth Oliver has shown great compassion, uh, uh, definitely intellectual integrity as we've talked about a lot of things that are just so fascinating and enjoy the discussions as well. And again, your willingness to, uh, to do what it takes to respond to the unique needs of people that are coming to see you. I, I mentioned a friend of mine, no names here, but uh, something called aphasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you said, yeah, that's something you've, you've seen and you've addressed as well. Um, yep. And I, sometimes I wonder if I have it, like when I screw up on names like I did today. <laughs> but, uh, well, that, well, maybe we'll say that's a very mild presentation of it. But yeah, there's different types of aphasia. There's receptive aphasia where you can't understand what someone is saying to you. It sounds like gum, jumbled garbage. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times more of the common cases of aphasia that we have seen clinically have been expressive. So post-head injury that, uh, you know, where that area of the brain is affected, you might have someone that develops a stutter that they didn't have before. That's a, that's a form of expressive aphasia yeah. or slurred speech that's induced by alcohol. You can see that once you talk with someone that's hammered that's drunk, they don't sound the same. It's because it, they're now experiencing cerebellar aphasia and other types of aphasia like that. So yeah, it's all super so, fascinating. So can these, you know, some of these exercises we talked about help in those cases, much less Absolutely. or other things? Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, or do you have any other uh, public events where you're speaking at coming up or anything? You know, I don't have anything lined up, but I always love that stuff. And I will try to keep you posted if I have anything do, you know, yes. coming up. I usually stay local to Utah because that's where I live. Um, but uh, yeah, if any events come up, I'll, I'll keep you abreast. And But as it stands right now, uh, not, not anything I can think of in the near okay. future. Well, listen, y'all go see Dr. Kenneth Oliver if you if you feel like uh, you're drawn to it based on our discussion here. Um, I've been extraordinarily pleased and grateful. Um, you know, honestly, the, 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 y'all know if you've been to a lot of docs over the years like we have, and I, and I know most of them do mean well. And it's not that there's an ill intent by most of them, but the point is finding something that actually you can measure or benefit, see a benefit, and, and, you know, reverse or change course along the way as you see things happen. We've done all of those things. So, uh, Dr. Oliver, appreciate you so very much. And uh, I, I thank you for coming on board here. We'll probably have a lot more to talk about even the next time you come back. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. This is always great to be able to spend this time and chat with you about these important things. So thank Good. you. Totally. Thanks. Dr. Kenneth Oliver, theneuroclinic.org, joining us here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And I'm, again, grateful on so many levels in so many ways for Dr. Oliver. So thank you. Uh, Super Don, we got a lot going on today. Uh, you know, I think I might need to do some neurological exercises to keep up with it all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, you know, I know you're monitoring things at the U.S. House of Representatives. I know that's yeah, another level. It's just, you just know. Nothing to report, really. There, people stand up. This is why yeah. you shouldn't do it. Somebody else stands up. This is why you should do it. So that's that's what's this going is, on right yeah, now. Yeah, they all so. need to go to the neuro clinic. That's what yes. I think. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, a question of the day, though, and we also have the homeopathic hit of the day uh, before we're going to be going uh, in the second hour uh, with our friends, uh, Christine Klein and uh, Jamie, not Oliver, Jamie Torley. <laughs> <laughs> and also a little bit of tennis video. Uh, you know, right. I played tennis uh, 
in in Vegas, of course, uh, where I, I am a lot. And uh, we'll show a little bit of that, too. So what, what shall we do first here? Oh, that's the question of the day. This is a big three from Bill. Uh, first, I heard you guys talking about Stevia. Is Stevia a sweetener we should not be using? All right, uh, come back to me on the screen. I want to show you something here. My friend, uh, Dr. Jocelyn Whitaker, I've lectured at her store a uh, number of times over the years. She's a great family there. They do a lot of good for their their uh, uh, their community you know, outside of uh, Columbus, Ohio, I think it was. Yeah, we were there. It's about 40 minutes away. She wrote a book called The Real Truth About the Dangers of Stevia and Xylitol. This is a very controversial book. And the reason it's controversial because uh, many in our industry, those of you in the natural products industry, sell products that, with xylitol and or stevia or both or things like that. And, and so if you're making money from these things, you don't want to consider that they might not be as safe or appropriate as you think they are. Now, I use the sometimes the xylitol candies from clear uh, for years it's not like we pop them every minute but occasionally and it has some ben benefits to the you know, the dental uh, dental health and of course you know i've used stevia for years as well organic quality and um all i can say is that when you read it's a short book but it's it's referenced i've got to now take it to the actual references because as she's talking about things that they found about certain forms of stevia or the things that they add or the way they process it that there may be some untoward or detrimental effects. Now, I have to be saying I have a bit of a bias having used it for decades now and not seen the things that are listed in the book, you know, in terms of peer-reviewed medical literature. Like all of these things, you know, as I said, any, any natural substance has the potential for harm in certain people or if you use to excess. Uh, so to say that everything is free of any harm, it, it, you can't really say that either. Now, the question is, what is the relative risk? What is the real risk? How much are you using? What's the form of it, et cetera? Uh, I can't say that I've seen detriment in me or my family. Doesn't mean that some people might. So I, I'm going to go dig deeper into uh, this book and the references to go actually to the reference, scientific references and read them. I've just been so busy that uh, I'm sorry, Jocelyn, that I haven't gotten through it till even now to get this answer to the question. So I can't give a definitive yay or nay. I still use it in my morning uh, yerba mate mix, different herbal blends. And uh, so if any of you have had or report any health issues with any of these things, please let me know. And I'll just say, we're going to go follow your gut, follow your guidance. Some of it, actually, there's one reference that says it might harm your gut bacteria. Again, I have to, I'll have to look deeper into that. So let's go back to the question of the day. I'm sorry it's not a definitive yay or nay. I'm just saying I've been using it. I still use it. Uh, number two, I had to take the nasal swab 26 months ago. I did not take the jab. What is the science saying about how harmful it is to take the swab? Well, yeah, and that's, a, that's an issue because uh, if you actually see visually some of these swabs, and you'll see these dark specks on them. It's like, what the hell? This is not a white cotton swab that you're used to. Is there something on there? Are there nanomaterials on there? It's been argued that there may be graphene oxide, different things. Uh, there could be other vectors of administration by not, you know, it's like, all right, you're trying to test, as they say, through PCR for a quote unquote virus or viral protein sequence. Why can't they take the external nares and just rub a little bit out there? No, no, no. We got to go back to the septum, you know. You remember that uh, AI computer uh, controlled robot that stuck it all the way in. We were all like cringing as we watched this thing. And it's like, if it's a Terminator module, they can just go right through and puncture it. 
Uh, and that has happened in some of these instances. This could be very, very dangerous. So why have they done that? There's a lot of questions uh, about nefarious intent and the way they analyze it, besides the fact that the tests themselves are not standardized. They're not fully validated or licensed by the FDA. Not that that's you know, a perfect measure, but certainly it's a baseline. It's not. So the question is, what have you been exposed to? Not certain. We can speculate. Some have uh, made specific statements as to what might be on that and what might have entered you because of that. Now, if somebody were to take it today, and I hope you don't have to, um, I would coat the inner lining of my nose with like the Sovereign Silver Argent 23 gel. Just coat the gel in there and, and make sure that they only go to the outer nares. And then afterwards, you can blow your nose and spray the silver hydrosol right into the sinus cavity and blow it right out to prevent any absorption, if you will. That would be a protective mechanism. Of course, it'll tend to test negative because there's no, there's not going to be any viable uh, protein sequences in terms of, uh, you know, quote unquote viruses or other things because they're going to be neutralized by the silver. So that would be a strategy moving forward. Uh, but I would also say that uh, there are homeopathic remedies that address that, including if you want to send an email to Super Don with the headline or title jab re reverse, that could be a good way to go. And then I'll forward it to my buddy, Dr. Neil Schultz, uh, to get you some more information on some homeopathic options there, which will almost lead us to the homeopathic hit of the day. But there's looks like a third part here in the question from Bill. Uh, okay, I don't mind going to the dentist. However, I have a very difficult time with x-rays due to, I think he meant gagging, not gauging, G-A-G-G, gagging. Is there a natural product that would help with the gag response? Thank you, Bill. Super Don, when's the last, no, I shouldn't ask you this question because you avoid dentists and I understand why. And it's been a long time. But if you remember back to childhood, did you ever have those bite wing x-rays? Do you remember of that? Of course, yeah. shoved them way to the back? Oh, yeah, totally. And you're like, <laughs> right? I think he's talking about I don't that. remember the gag reflex going on with that. But I do remember the things that you had to bite down on so they could take the x-ray. But let's say if you have a hypersensitive, uh, you know, area there yeah. that you could yeah. easily, you know, it's like, sure. it's very awkward. It feels weird. Now, mm. I, I don't know about natural substances that do that. I, I remember um, there were different things like for sore throats. I it was a chlortrematon. I'm just having vague memories of my childhood taking all these medicines that you could spray into the throat and it kind of, kind of uh, soothes it. Chloroseptic. Chloroseptic, maybe. That's what it was but, called. But it would numb it out. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, totally. I, I used I, it. I mean, I don't think it's, a, it's not a natural substance. So if no. anybody knows of a natural substance that could reduce that, I don't know. Maybe it exists. Yeah. I mean, you know? that's that's got some junk in it. I don't know if right. it's still around, but I remember that was a, everybody was using that back then when you Dude, had a sore when throat. we had sore throats back in the day, we had anything to relieve oh, the yeah. pain. Oh, and yeah. I remember it would numb it out. So there yep. are things that can do that, but I don't know how natural they are, Bill. And I apologize. Maybe somebody in the audience knows about that. Check the chat room if anybody knows. Otherwise, uh, um, you know, hopefully uh, you can, I don't know, maybe they, they've, you know, if, if I remember more recently, they've made those bite wings a lot smaller because they used to be like they were huge. massive yeah. things that had the holder of the film in there and everything. And now it's all digital. So I think if you go back, it might not be as invasive as it once was when we were kids. Yep. That's my memory of it. Anyway, Bill, I hope that's helpful to you. I'm sorry I couldn't give you complete answers, but uh, at least give you some insight as to where to look or learn or maybe, you know, reach out to our audience and maybe somebody knows something along those lines. All right. So that leads us to our homeopathic hit of the day. And that's uh, sepia, the inky juice of the cuttlefish. Super Don always thought that was kind of neat or gross. I'm not sure which, uh, but, you know, squid ink, basically. It's equivalent you just to like that. to say that. You, you like, well, I like. You can tell that you like this one. 
I like grossing you out. I don't no. know if I do, but uh, I like to try. No, you got to do better than that. That's probably true. Actually, so I could gross you out. Uh, I, I found that video of that nasal swab robot. We can play that maybe in bonus oh, time. Oh, in the bonus round? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. Do, I don't even like thinking about it. Just talking about <laughs> gagging is like gross. Anyway, Terrible. The homeopathic hits are happening on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Today, CPA, the remedy for hormonal imbalances and emotional fatigue. Uh, these brief hits, like, yeah, they are brief. I mean, they're not comprehensive. We'll give you an entry-level way to understand a homeopathic remedy a little bit. Maybe want you to, uh, maybe incite you to go further. I know, incitement. <gasps> incitement. No, it's intrigue you to go further. It's often used for emotional fatigue, hormonal imbalances. And uh, we'll go into the sepia treating emotional and physical issues as well. The origin of sepia, the ink sack of the cuttlefish. And uh, it looks like a little, little tiny cute squid. Um, the substance is carefully processed and potentized, di diluted and, and shaken. That's the potentization method to create a homeopathic remedy. Now, physical characteristics often use sepia is now S-E-P-I-A used for conditions related to hormonal imbalance. And by the way, what you're seeing here on screen for those of you watching live or if you're, or if you're listening later and you're not watching, you're hearing the audio podcast, you just go to today's show notes, October 3rd, 2023, and a document, a PDF document of what I'm covering here is available for free download. And if you feel you're getting a lot of value from the Robert Scott Bell Show, please consider joining us as a patron supporter. But hey, it's not required. The little, the little I ask is that you share the show, if you will. So um, the hormonal imbalances often uh, manifest as menstrual irregularities, menopause, you went down too far, menopausal symptoms, and uh, hot flashes. That's a oh. big one. As well as pregnancy-related issues, CPS safe uh, as homeopathics are uh, during that time. When we talk about mental issues, individuals often needing sepia may experience emotional fatigue, irritability, sadness, even depression, and have a general sense of being overwhelmed, which you know can happen when you're fatigued and out of, out of energy. So we look at primary uses. We look at hormonal imbalances effective for dealing with, again, menstrual irregularities, menopausal symptoms like hot flashes and pregnancy-related issues. When we go to the emotions, emotional fatigue, sadness, irritability, particularly when hormonal issues are involved. Now, when we go to dosage levels, uh, I tend to defer for self-help to low potencies, 6X to 30C in that realm, and you can utilize them symptomatically to address, and uh, it's not suppressive in the same way a drug is, but it, it's responding to, to, to normalize, and women will often report, my gosh, I was having hot flashes, it helped me get through that. And that's not pleasant. I don't know it personally, but some of you ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, medium to high potencies using for chronic, deeper, deeper issues, even depressive issues. So please consult with a healthcare provider of your choice, qual qualified homeopath. And uh, here's some complimentary remedies. You, you might, some of which we've covered before, some not. Pulsatilla is often used after sepia for lingering hormonal imbalances or emotional issues. Another one, I think, did we cover this recently? Calcarb, I'm pretty sure. Calcarea car carbonica? I think so. Yep. Yeah. Complementing sepia and treating hormonal imbalances, especially when there's a feeling of physical fatigue, physical fatigue, which can lead to emotional exhaustion, fatigue, and depression, which leads me to another one I added, Ignatia, which we did cover recently, when sadness and depression linger due to grief or mourning. So if you want to open up the Materia Medica on any or all of these, take your time. Don't pressure yourself. It takes a lot of years to go through it. It's pretty intense, but this is an intro offer to get there at your own pace. So remember, self-care, I'm all for it, but sometimes you need help if you're worsening. Um, you know, please consult a homeopathic professional if you can. 
And remember, it's a versatile remedy, particularly for hormonal imbalances during menopause and emotional fatigue. Please keep tuning in to the Robert Scott Bell Show for more homeopathic hits. And remember, this is for informational and educational purposes only, not intended to replace the the uh, use of a doctor of your choice or to prevent, treat, cure, mitigate all of that other garbage when they try to violate your free speech rights. <laughs> so there you go. Sepia. Ta-da. Yeah. How cool was that? Very what do you cool. think of Dr. Oliver? Is he awesome? Dude. I mean, stuff he's helping Nancy with and a lot oh, of people. Yeah. I'm so impressed. No, those, those test results are very impressive. Yeah. And I got her, you know, again, shout out and props to chiropractic because, you know, as I said, I passed through the airport and some of them have chiropractors now. I went and got adjusted. I'm like, I had one of my best workouts on Monday. And today, again, a really good workout. And, you know, I have to say that that was something I hadn't done in a while. Slacker that I am. Uh, but it really, really helps to open up that nerve system to just kick some major butt in life, which is, if you want to, that's a good thing. Can be, anyway. It, it, it depends on whose butt you're kicking. I think they're kicking McCarthy's butt in the House of Representatives still, though, it sounds like. Yeah, well, it remains to be seen. I mean, you yeah. got people on both sides of the uh, the, the aisle, as they say, uh, that are either uh, for him or against him. Everybody's having their their. Uh, have they had an official vote to kick him out of the speakership yet, or not? No, they're doing all the testimony first. Okay, all the stuff and everything like that. So it's um, oh, well, it looks like they're. What do you got? A sufficient number having risen, the yeas and nays are ordered. Pursuant to Clause 3 of Rule 20, the chair directs the clerk to conduct the vote by a call of the roll. Okay, so they're going to do a roll call. Oh, That'll roll take call. a while. So Yeah. All right, well, if anything else breaking happens, we can chime in on it. But I, yeah. this stuff is so fluid. It's moving so fast. Uh, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time yeah, on we it. We will definitely uh, cover this with... Uh, a pass or fail mm-hmm. with uh, Emord on on Thursday, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. We'll get that going on. So anyway, folks, there's a lot more to do on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Quick shout out and thanks to, again, Bob Reorin with the foliumpx.com. Uh, if you've got, uh, uh, you know, hit a brick wall, so to speak, in your healing or you got a ceiling that you can't break through, consider foliumpx.com to find the folium original folium immuno and folium um, relax. This is something that got my mom back on the dance floor at 89 is helping a lot of people, a lot of people, tremendous stuff and use the code RSB 10 to get a discount. Uh, Trinity health freedom expo is happening next weekend. This weekend we'll talk about it. It's the big one for healthcare providers in Pittsburgh with nutritional frontiers. We also have the uh, your health freedom event in uh, West Jordan, Utah, and there's so much going on right now. I can't I can't be everywhere, but I'd like to be. And at the very least, we can at least sort of via the Robert Scad Bell Show, where I simply remind you that the power to heal is yours. All right, we got loads of great healing to discuss this hour on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And uh, if you'll notice, I'm wearing my rounder yellow tinge glasses for blue blocking uh, benefit, but also this hour because we might talk about tennis balls, which are also round and yellow uh, with Christine Glein in a moment, as well as Jamie Dorley joining us from Nutritional Frontiers. Now, we've got a lot of upcoming events. 
Uh, of course, so many, it's hard to keep up with them. I'm just going to remind you the Health Freedom Expo where uh, some of the greatest lovers of liberty join together, including Jonathan E. Mord, who always opens it up every year. And you know, he's running for the United States Senate, uh, emord4va.com. That'll be a significant step in the right direction to get our, our, uh, our country back on the path to freedom and to defend the freedom of speech that we all want to enjoy when it comes to healing. Absolutely. You know, and I know what has helped you, me, and others that wasn't necessarily approved by the FDA as a drug, yet so many of these good companies are limited in what they could say about it, despite the sound science supporting all the things that it does. I'm a little bit more free in talking about these things because I don't sell anything technically. Uh, and you'll find that the Nutritional Frontiers products have been very well researched. And particularly, uh, you notice there was a new a little commercial spot uh, talking about the Thermogenesis Complete. For those of you who have tried it, congratulations. I'm sure you're rocking it. Uh, but you should still get RSB15, the 15% discount code, even as the sale ends uh, into October. Uh, so that's an option for you as well. Remember RSB15 when you go to nutritionalfrontiers.com and cbdnf.com for my favorite certified organic U.S.-grown hemp CBD. So you, you see it right there. Uh, taking it all the time. And uh, we've got, as well as the Health Freedom Expo, after that, I've been invited to speak at Patriots United event, the Great Northwest Awakening. Uh, this is just outside of Portland, Oregon, on the Washington side of the Columbia River. And that's the 21st of October. Dr. Brian Artis is going to be there, Dr. Stella Emanuel, and many others. It's going to be a great day, a great event. And I hope to see you there. Also, the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. I'll be there speaking, uh, Judy Mikovits as well, Dr. Jack Wolfson, paleocardiologist, many others. So look at the upcoming events page. And one more, I, I call this an unusual event because, you know, I'm invited to speak at a lot of places and I can't go to every one of them. I wish I could, but this was a rather interesting one. After I spoke and emceed at the Red Pill Expo, I was uh, um, connected, uh, 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 Julia Miller. Uh, approached me, you know, I gave her a gold black. I said, here, you're into gold and stuff. And I'm like, try that. Like, it's like, Hey, can you come to our event and speak about gold? I'm like, well, I've lectured on it. I don't have a problem doing so, but you know, my passion as a healer, I said, you know, only if I can speak about silver and copper too, as medicine and, and money. Right. And she said, yeah, that's cool. So the great Exodus conference is happening November 11th and 12th, uh, Dallas, South Lake, technically Texas at the Westin. So if you've considered uh, joining me at an event like that, learn about money, economics, and I will also bring in the health and healing to that realm as well. So I'm excited about that opportunity. And there's more opening up in 2024. But first and foremost, this coming weekend, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, joining us to talk about what's happening there and here on the Robert Scott Bell Show from Nutritional Frontiers, Jamie Dorley and Christine Glein. Welcome back, my friends. Hello. How are you? I'm here. Where are you? There you are. Hooray. The, <laughs> We're back at the original headquarters, Robert, Nutritional Frontiers home base today. So awesome. we're on the move. And uh, I feel like, um, you know, missed out on the big tennis tournament in Vegas. recently. Oh, my gosh. I, I had so much fun playing, Christine. I'm so grateful that you you would you would slum down with me to play a little bit of tennis to get me back into it. And uh, I needed another hour before I could start hitting with top spin like you were doing, but I was just trying to meet the hits that you got just so I can get it back over. But uh, it's just timing. As you said, if you're not used to it, it's been a while, but I appreciate so much that we got to be out there. Uh, of course, a lot of folks got to meet you and, and plug into some nutritional frontier stuff in Vegas. That was fun. Yeah, it was a great time. It was really, really a lot of fun. I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, yeah, what a month of uh, September of education, right? We were in the VIP in Orlando. 
Christine was down there with Jacqueline Shedden. Then we were in um, Houston, Texas. We were down there speaking with Dr. Landon. Christine went straight to Vegas for the convention you guys were at and then circled back for Dr. V, Dr. Mary Bell Verde Alice. Her topic was what? Uh, her topic was uh, let's talk about sex, baby. That's her, <laughs> that's her shtick. Well, <laughs> that doesn't get him in the door, Robert. No wonder we had a record VIP attendance right. in Atlanta with over 50 attendees. Um, and then we wrapped it up with a nice wellness week. And then we're going right into professional training event in Pittsburgh. So um, education is full steam ahead. And that's why we've always done a great job partnering with you and your people, because you guys are on the cutting edge of what's going on out there with the education. And you're at more events than we are. So we're excited to uh, share some of the great highlights of the events, especially the one with Dr. V. Let's mm -hmm. talk about sex, of course. But yeah. it's interesting. We have fun with it. But she said something so profound and it really clicked in. Right, Christine? It was like, yeah. she says, you know, sex is the one variable that really determines longevity and aging. Right. She says, because if you look at the number one thing the species need to do is what? Right. Yeah. Reproduce. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So sexual functions is there, of course, for pleasure, but also for intimacy, for relationships, for uh, procreating. Um, but it also gives you a good idea where somebody is on the health scale because, you know, it used to be someone that was much older, but the same thing is affecting a guy or girl in their 80s or 70s is now affecting teenagers and 20-somethings, yeah. right? Um, and then if they're not able to reproduce, that's probably the scariest thing, right? So that's telling you how bad their body is or how much dysfunction is going on. So it was a fun topic that really got into the, the issue at hand. And it was great to uh, really learn some natural therapies that are really innovative and cutting edge. She was actually the doctor involved in helping us design the Woman's Complete originally a few years back. So being the well, MD, and, and we'll have some advanced formulas revealed, I think, today that will relate to virility and fertility. Uh, which is, uh, you know, if I see like on the, the sport show, you know, if I watch a sporting event on TV and the commercials will often be about, you know, dysfunction, sexual dysfunction, particularly for men. You see those kind of advertisements all the time. And like when we were younger, I, I've never heard of these things. They, they, this wasn't a big deal, except as you said, Jamie, and, you know, very, you know, older men that, you know, had other issues, problems, circulatory issues and other things, but to see that it's coming down in age. And, and now after, of course, the last three years of, of uh, interventions that we would argue should never have been taken or done, we're seeing a lot more infertility and dysfunction in that realm in younger and younger, both men and women. Yeah, it's affected almost one in four people, right? Male or female reproductive challenges. Yeah, and um, you know, I did a little research. There's uh, about 4,700 studies on PubMed linking miscarriages to the COVID-19 shot. So um, talk about, you know, fertility issues, right? Um, and it really is affecting like the lining of the uterus, which is um, mm. something that I think this formula can help fortify. Oh, okay, I wanna get into that too, because there's a <laughs> lot of, um, let's say, uh, imbalances, irregularities. I mean, it's not, it's not like the subject is totally new. It's just gotten worse and more prevalent. Yeah, it's interesting. Going back almost 20 years ago, Dr. Bob Rakowski is one of our speakers this week, and Dr. Bland, they were sharing some research about, you know, if you're trying to lose body fat, is it toxin or is it the fat stores? And they mm -hmm. started showing these endocrine disruptors, 
Right. I think when people hear it, they don't really realize the uh, magnitude of this, right? You know, you look at Dr. Judy talking about it with glyphosates, but it's more than just that plastic solvents, the axons, all these chemicals that have really been around the last hundred years that have had dramatic impact in the last generation. When you factor in the, the junk that people are eating, the exposure to these chemicals, right? Um, the lack of people even sweating these chemicals out, right? So people aren't detoxifying really well. There's an overabundance in the things that people ingest voluntarily, right? If it's a medication like birth control, right? Or mm -hmm. if it's something from Roundup from their yard, or if it's a hydrogenated fat, when you start to compound these, it becomes a shore that broke the camel's back because your toxic load is too much. They build yeah. up over decades, right? And now people are presenting with all these different dysfunctions, including the inability to procreate or even function sexually at an optimal level, which, I mean, it can't be anything worse than that, right? Probably not. No, th this is something that's part of the, the human experience, but also... Uh, gets very severely uh, critical with some of the pr uh, the prognosis. Let me just say it that way, in a general sense, of r replacing those that die. In other words, they're talking about the fertility levels dropping to such a degree that we're not going to meet replacement levels, and then you have complete collapse of civilization. Now, I'm not trying to exaggerate or make something more severe than it is. This is something you've got to hit now before we get there, but they're already talking about the, the trend is in that direction. Right. And so I'm asking everybody consider what we're discussing here as a, a, a wake up call and alert. Maybe you're old like me and you've already had kids and you're not so concerned personally about this, but dude, you got kids, you got grandkids, you want to keep going. This is an issue that's becoming more important by the day. Well, I love when you are uh, bringing this up because it was a great VIP dinner, right? We'll actually have this on video, right? How will people be able to find it? Yeah, they can go directly to the Nutritional Frontiers website. So when will that be available? Um, when will the Atlanta one be available? Yeah. Um, we've already edited. Uh, we've already edited it. I can't even speak anymore. <laughs> um, and we will have it up and available um, online. It should be up by next week. Oh, well, that's great. So. Well, I'm glad you guys had a great trip to Vegas. Uh, our education in September was fantastic. Um, our wellness week was a success. We're looking forward to seeing everyone this week at the professional training event. Before we move on to other events, I want to ask a question. Did you guys do your Nutritional Frontiers Orange Dream Sickle before you played? Or I know oh, yeah. she did. Did you get one, Robert? <laughs> Maybe that's what happened on the court. That top spin might have been a lecture of power fuel. She no, she was she was winging it, man. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to be fast here. And I said, I, I was starting to get some rhythm going. I realized we needed more time, but she had the presentation afterwards, so we ran out of time. And plus, we were playing right at you know there was a big five G tower at oh, the, the court we found. It wasn't ideal, but we were <laughs> strong and tough enough. And I talk about that doing all these good things, including the orange dreamsicle and the other things that you have at Nutritional Frontiers, of course. You all know, and I think I've heard a lot of people have, have picked up on this, the the uh, super creatine that you have. I'm like, dude, measuring the muscle mass going up. I, you know, had those one of those scans that you you step on barefoot and you hold on, and it's like mm -hmm. it, it was not 
my illusion that this was happening. I mean, it measured it objectively. And I know I've heard a lot of people going, dude, I want that too. So I'm hoping you're keeping up with demand on the super creatine as well. That's been really helpful for me and my well, work. Well, come on now. You can't give us out without telling how much muscle you look at these deltoids, this guy, they're popping through the show. Well, wait a minute, James. I yeah. have video super Don. Oh, I no. have video. Oh, Don, get the money out. Here we go. <laughs> we take gold, silver and copper. That's right. RSP actually decided a little, a little oh wait wait there he goes <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa look at that back end oh my uh, goodness i love it you know bob let's get oh, over it oh here it comes here's what guns out guns out whoa yeah, it's under a shirt son <laughs> The old guy. That's a cool oh, shot. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. that. Kind of wild. <laughs> happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas. Well, um, you oh, know. Man, he got you good, Robert. Look at me. First time I've never seen him talk. <laughs> that It was so that much was fun. That was classic. What a lot of fun, huh? I just want to, you know, wherever that Christine is, if she'll bring an extra racket. Because, again, it's been so many years. Uh, I, I used to play with wood rackets when I was a kid. That's how old I am. Uh, but to, to, to have a, a lovely racket like that, it was fun. And, uh, I, I just needed to get out there. I felt so good that we did that. Then we went back in, you did your presentation, you know, had to do the indoor stuff, which, you know, happens at these events, mm-hmm. but to get out like that. And then afterwards, I think you came, we, we actually signed the, the actual tennis balls that we used yeah. for that little mini tournament. We did. We actually have signed, um, tennis balls and, um, you know, we're going to have a giveaway, um, I think, and that people will actually be able to um, register to win those signed tennis balls with uh, their favorite personalities on them. In addition, did you to bring the orange, power fuel. the orange dream sickle on the road? What did you do of in Vegas? Course. Are you kidding me? I never leave home without it. Right. I knew we were playing. So, yeah, so that's pro oranges, which I have with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And also our orange power fuel. You add our super shake vanilla to it, water, and you're good to go. And we did that. We drank it we right at the before we headed out. And it was amazing. Uh, it took us like two tries to find a court. We went to one court. It was in use because we were just there, you know, visiting at that right. point. And we found one. It was kind of muckety muckety, but we played. We made it work. And so I don't know how we're going to do a giveaway. Maybe we still got to figure that out. But I think it'll be a fun to do some kind of contest like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think I think everybody um, will have a good time with that one for sure. So were they going to win the tennis balls at a sign plus a kit of the plus a orange dream sickle yep. oh i love it i'm going to uh, participate so when's this going mm-hmm. down this month yep i think we're going to make this part of our october fun okay and then again the super creatine is a big part of this and you were asking objectively what i measured and and i gained uh five pounds of muscle, five pounds of muscle. yeah wow <laughs> that's a, awesome and in how way- much in what period of time was that uh, well, I don't know when I started taking it. It was uh, two months uh, or three months mostly. I don't know, two to three months, but pretty significant. Wow. There is super creatine. And uh, also the ratio of uh, pro- lean muscle mass, as they said, to the fat. Uh, everything went up a little bit, but the, the ratio got better because I've been oh, trying, awesome. as you know, put on weight. I'm a slender guy. And, you know, my workout doesn't include massive bodybuilding weightlifting. It's just a little part of it. It's mostly uh, you know, uh, so what they call high intensity training, uh, burst type training, which really, it still gets you into great muscle shape, but it's not really meant to grow big muscles. So I got on the super creatine from nutritional frontiers and I'm like, dude, it made every effort that I made 
go further. Uh, and so I'm still I'm still taking it. I don't know. Jamie, is there a point where I should take a break from it? What's your experience there? Because it's been great. Well, a formulation like that I generally use during higher intensity training cycles. So, you know, you probably want to do something like that three to six months on. Okay. Um, I always like to give myself a month or so break just to, okay. you know, take that next step forward. But, you know, the whole thing with putting on huge amounts of muscles, that's very hard to do for anybody, even someone who's trying to do it. I think sometimes we think, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, even we want to do it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. So for you to be able to put on five pounds of muscle at about 140, 150 pounds, that's over a 3% increase in lean body mass, which is unheard of, right? So the guy that would be 200 pounds, that would be six pounds of muscle. Yeah. Um, to do that in, in a short period of time is very challenging. At so 57. 57. There we go. Look at that. Seven never looks so good. Yeah. So, but, dude, I, I'm just like I said, so impressed. And I thought this could be a great thing for people that I know not everybody's in that situation trying to gain. Right. And people get mad if we talk about it at all, because a lot of people are like, no, I need to lose. OK, that's why you got the thermogenesis complete and other things we've been talking about. So there are tools to go what direction you need to go. But you guys have nailed it. As I said, the formulation is comprehensive enough to, well, that I finally was willing to do something. I want to highlight one other accomplishment you had, Robert, because mm -hmm. this is, um, we, we can't discredit this all or gloss over it, right? You had mentioned the ratios, right? Right. So not only did you gain five pounds, but you may have lost two more pounds of, of fat and maybe gained seven pounds of muscle. That's really what we're trying to accomplish at Nutritional Frontiers and World of Wellness and Christine, myself, you, um, is to continue to improve the ratios, right? right? Because you're either gaining or losing. You can't maintain. It's very difficult. The body does not like to maintain homeostasis, right? So when you're gaining a little bit of muscle, the body's trying to lose muscle. So when people want to lose, they want to lose body fat. Nobody wants to lose muscle. Now, you also see the athletes when they retire in the old days, they would gain and get really heavy. What do they do now? Mm -hmm. They get leaner. Yeah. yeah. You see these announcers and stuff. They don't want to do that. So they found you can continue to put on lean body mass up until your 90s. They've proven this, right? We always thought once you, you know, maybe 30 or so, that was about it. It's not true. So it gives us hope. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're all living proof here. Christine, of course. Robert, you aren't just playing some woman who hits a tennis ball around the country club. This yeah. is Florida State champ. I know. Florida is a hotbed in the U.S. for tennis. She went easy know. on me. She was nice to me. but I uh, was trying to be kind. I you was. Were. You're like, don't hit me backhands. I can't hit backhands. Right. Yeah. I saw <laughs> three backhands in a row. He's chasing them all over the place, this guy. I had to find my backhand. I think I hit at least one nice one back to you. You but did. It, you hit a couple good ones. It was about getting that rhythm back. And yeah. as I said, if we can do more, I, I want to get better again because it's just a fun sport to play. Well, what, what I, I if love me and you were on the same side and played against her? Like Andre the Giant used to wrestle two or three guys. <laughs> right? She like can play thought. me and you at the same time, and we may have a chance, right? I you like never, that thought. That's you a know, new uh, description of mixed doubles. So here we right. go. We got maybe you know the next Tampa event. Uh, we'll go back there. Oh, that would be a good idea. Let's do it. Well, we I did hear it mentioned thermogenesis complete. Was this the hottest launch ever? No pun intended. Absolutely. We had to order more already. Cool. Yeah. So, so, you know, you hit it right on there. If people want to get leaner, 
what you're trying to do is create a thermogenic effect in the body where we heat up the cells because with the calories, the management of heat, right? 3,500 calories a pound. So what we want to do is we want to heat up the cells so they can burn more energy. It's like getting more wood in the fire, right? We're trying to get that those cells burning more, right? And we don't want to use any stimulants. So that's what we're able to accomplish with the thermogenesis complete. So what's some of the feedback, Ben? Um, people are losing weight like rather quickly, like, you know, up to about three pounds in the first week or so we've heard, um, certainly like changing the body composition, right? Like I've noticed like, you know, slimming down in my tummy where I wanted to slim down. So I was like, yay, that worked out really well. Um, but also like not being hungry. That's the, probably the biggest change, right? That there's this element of control that you actually feel full and not really hungry throughout the day. Yeah, one of the patented research trademark ingredients that Nutritional Frontiers uses in the thermogenesis complete is called Irvingia. It's African mango. It actually works on leptin and adiponectin levels. Not really talked about much. It's more insulin and insulin resistance. But what about leptin resistance? You're familiar with this term, Robert? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so are you people- saying there's research on this African mango you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. This is actually a trademark version. What do we call it? Um, C-3PO? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. I, I, I'm more of a Star Trek guy, but it's IGOB1 is the trademark version of it. And what they found is that people feel more full. They actually um, are not craving and they can simulate fat burning because when the leptin adiponectin levels are out of balance, you never feel full. You're always hungry. And you tend to crave more of the processed junk. So when you start to balance these hormones, you don't feel like you're craving. That's what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're stressed out, we're not tired, whatever time it is on the East Coast, four o'clock, right? We're still cruising because our blood sugars are balancing and our cravings are coming down and we're able to burn more food for energy. The other secret ingredient is called Capsimax. This mm-hmm. is the red hot chili pepper, one ingredient of the year. A lot of research on it from UCLA uh, School of Medicine on weight loss. Those two ingredients by themselves work well, and then you add in the Garcini. Those are the big three in this. And then we have three support nutrients, which are green coffee bean extract, raspberry ketone, and white mulberry. So we've used these ingredients separately before. Uh, the Capsimax is a new one. And if you buy them individually, Robert, about 225 bucks a month mm. for those five formulas in one. Now, even with the addition of the Capsimax, it's less than three bucks a day. Nice. Well, for the significant change in in the body that we're looking at body composition shift in a safe way, non-surgical way, non-toxic way, all the right ways to go about it. I'm, I'm again, I'm thrilled that we have these options for folks to plug into. And again, remember the RSB 15 uh, discount code, even if it goes off of introductory special, you still get the 15% off here. Uh, at the Robert Scott Bell Show. There it is, Thermogenesis Complete Advanced Weight Management Support. Hey, Super Don, do you have the image of uh, what's all the different uh, products are on sale before we go into the uh, sexual health products that we're going to discuss for virility and fertility? Uh, just to give an idea of this is where you get to double dip. <laughs> Not going to get stressed <laughs> out. See all formulas that are 15% off this month, October 2023. I'm looking at Adrenamax, Buffered C+, Calm Day. Uh, what is that? Entero Cleanse. Is am I reading that right? 
Oh, Estro. Estro. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like a little tiny over there. Super B complete sleep time. A lot of people have talked great stuff, including Super Don, about the sleep time formula. Uh, in fact, I was able to give away one of the formulas at our last AMA, our Zoom AMA for patrons. They loved it. Testo 180 and Thyro complete. I'm thinking that the Esto and the Testo indicate maybe where we're going this month. This month. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Christine and the marketing team had a great idea for education was that we were doing each month and it was so much work for one month and then it was over and it was like, oh, got to start over. So they came up with a great concept. So what did you guys do? <laughs> what do we do? We listen to you. Um, no, we actually put things <laughs> oh. together. <laughs> we decided to extend it to be a quarterly focus. That way okay. we could spend more time actually going more in depth um, mm -hmm. into the products with our practitioners um, and, and really getting, giving people time to try the formulas, experience the formulas and learn about the formulas. Excellent. Yeah, so for this quarter, Q4, two, can you believe we're in the fourth quarter already? No. 2023, you know, as we get a little bit older, the, the, the quarters go by much quicker, Robert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, Q4, we're going to really focus on three things. The connection between hormones, which we're going to talk about this month, tie into immune function as we approach the winter months and all the propaganda that's going on out there. I don't listen to news, Robert, as you know. However, I do travel quite a bit. And I'm seeing more and more uh, faces being covered up. I don't like it, right, folks? We have the immune solutions here, right? We actually showed research on Saturday. I thought Dr. Judy was going to jump through the, the Zoom training when we talked about the new research on DMG with oxygen utilization mm. and oxygen deprivation, how DMG can be really helpful. It's in our immunomax. So we're going to talk hormones in October. We're going to talk about stresses in November and December. Of, I'm sorry, uh, hormones, immune, okay. and then stress in December. So we're going to mix those three together because they really do tie in together this time of year. We don't want people to go in the sugar season completely at uh, cardiometabolic dysfunction, mm -hmm. right, and do what most people do is throw the towel in around Halloween and kind of you know, we found out New Year's resolutions for men does not start January 1. No. It starts the Monday after the Super Bowl. <laughs> so it's yeah. another month of debauchery, and we want to make mm -hmm. sure we get a good strategy going into the holidays. Let's coast through them, and then we can come out of the holidays and do a nice cleanse in the new year. Very good. Very good. Well, I met, I, yeah, I saw the Esto and the Testo. I'm, I'm thinking indicating <laughs> estrogen and testosterone. But also, again, we talk virility and fertility uh, new formulas based on you know, the presentation you're going to make available, I think, by next week at, at Nutritional Frontiers on on sexual health. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the woman that gave was she is she an OBGYN trained officially? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Pretty Alice is amazing. She's an OBGYN, but she's also uh, an ND as well. Oh, Robin, right. you love her. Not, we yeah. need to get her on the show. Talk. talk yeah, about she's that. awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so next month is Dr. V yeah. and Christine. So okay. I, I see. I'm going to go hang out with Joe. Remember Joe? Yeah. yeah. Long lost Joe. Me, Joe and Super Dad will be hanging out. There'll be no tennis rackets, but we'll be hanging out. So, <laughs> no, the interesting thing was about six or seven years ago, I was at our friends, you know, the Trinity School of Natural Health, you know, with the whole team out there, um, you know, Julie Klein and, and their whole team. Uh, and, you know, when we were talking out there, this woman was coming up to the booth. I mean, her just kind of connected right away. And she, we started talking. I said, well, where are you from? What are you OBGYN. I said, what are you doing here? Mm. I need to learn the naturopathic at a deeper level. And I was blown away. It really showed me a lot how many uh, MDs would actually do that. It's usually the other way around. 
And uh, right away, we started creating the Woman's Complete on a piece of paper. And, um, you know, we had some growth together, and then we uh, really tightened up the partnership recently. So she's doing great work, and she helped create those new formulas. Um, so quite a few things for hormones. The first one, let's talk about stress, right? Sure. Because I think people focus on the sex hormones, and then they forget it starts with the adrenal and the thyroid. So what's your favorite adrenal formula? My favorite adrenal formula? Well, I take the thyroid complete every day with super super B. Well, that's a great uh, platform for adrenal health because the thyroid complete, Robert, actually has adrenal and thyroid support in it. It has some glandulars for fat, pituitary, hypothalamus, adrenal, and thyroid. So it really helps with the first two accesses of the trifecta of adrenal, thyroid, and sex hormones. And super B, I, you know, I think people look at stress Bs and, you know, there's a lot on the market, but a lot I see are very underdosed. And they don't contain vitamin B15, which we're known for. You know what vitamin B15 is? I do. DMG. Oh, there you go. She's nice. She's on top of things, Robert. <laughs> score. You know, I know. I, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning, I'm Robert. Doing the, uh, the, you know, the DMG lozenges have been, again, a, a great addition to my daily regimen, especially when I'm out traveling. Uh, you know, you never know what you're exposed to. But again, the DMG is so much more than what I you know, I've covered, I haven't read the whole book on it, but you guys have brought out something so very important here. And again, thanks to Judy Mikovits, who's always amazing and bringing these things to my attention as well. And um, just, you know, I got so much gratitude for you guys, everybody working together to do the best we can for people and for ourselves and our families. Yeah, our biggest concern or me, I mean, there's so many, but you know, emotional wellness. Have you ever heard anybody saying they have a chemical imbalance? Oh yeah, you hear that all of the time. Yeah. The doc tells them what's true. Yeah, you have imbalances in serotonin, dopamine, GABA, epinephrine, but they don't tell them why, right? So what we want to do is we want to balance those. And the way you build neurotransmitters, the building blocks are B vitamins. They have to be an actual activated form, which we use like the active folate, right, and the B15, the DMG. But B vitamins are water-soluble, so you have to replenish them every day. And most people that are trying to stimulate, what do they use? Oh, caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine, sugar, yeah. nicotine, right. and alcohol to kind of cool down. So what happens is those don't contain any B vitamins. They further deplete B vitamins. And now people are really getting to that anxiety, depression, you know, those types of modes, which is a, a more advanced stage of being stressed out. Mm -hmm. So I like to take the thyroid complete and combine it with the super B complete, two of each first thing in the morning. Um, they work really well together to support those. The other one we have is the Adrena Max. That's more of a um, really a modulator of the adrenal glands, right? So what it'll do is if you need to stimulate the adrenals, it will. If you need to cool them, it'll work each way. It's more like a dimming switch for a light where it can adjust your adrenals. And again, that's more of a, um, you know, probably like a, a, a three to six month protocol. You don't need to be on that forever. Um, you can regroup, you know, different times of the year with seasonal changes. It's a great time is right now is build up your adrenals before the holidays. So you can handle more going in, use them with Christine does like the Super B and the Thyroid Complete. These are very therapeutic formulas. You don't need, you know, four, six, eight a day. Uh, two a day works really well. Yeah, and I'll say for stress for me, Robert, um, mm -hmm. I've had some travel drama lately. <laughs> I think, um, I don't know if I told you or not, but trying to get to Vegas, 
I was in the wrong Houston airport. There's there's oh, a couple there. Yeah, <laughs> I was just in Houston for the Healing Strong Cancer Conference, and there were a couple of people that flew into the wrong airport, and they were far from the event. See, when you started, everyone's following her lead now. That's her drama. I call that a mistake. (laughs) Well, it was actually funny. Um, I had flown into Houston International on United direct from Tampa. And so I just assumed I was flying out of the same one. And then I looked and I was like, oh, why is my ticket not working? Oh, because I'm supposed to be at Houston Hobby to go to Vegas. So fortunately, I made it. But I had to pop some calm day to calm myself down. Um, oh. Which is one of my favorite formulas. We call it like you just happen to have some. With I you. happen to have some with me. I yeah. carry it with me, just like Probezyme everywhere I go. Right. Uh, but yeah, the calm day is great because it calms you. You know, in your body, mm-hmm. it doesn't affect your mind. Um, and so I really love that. And what is it about that formula that does that? You know, it works on multiple mechanisms of action. You know, I think the formula works so well because it addresses Robert, as you know, the two B vitamins for adrenal stress or. B5 and B6, so those are in there. Then it works on some of the neurotransmitters in the brain with things like GABA, glycine, and taurine, which are really cool to have in there. And then we added in the PRT, the research version of theanine, which is sun theanine. That by itself, a lot of people like to make you calm and focused without making you too tired. In fact, Mm -hmm. some of our speakers take it before. They'll take the sun theanine in the past, now they use Calm Day. So you work on different mechanisms of action, and that's why I really will overcompensate if somebody has some limitations in those areas. Yeah, so I will just say, um, since we're coming in the holiday season, <laughs> Calm Day will probably be stocking stuffers in my household. Excellent. I appreciate that. Uh, and not the travel size. She's going to go for the big, <laughs> the big Mac yeah. Daddy. Right. Well, no, that's good because you still needed to have that mental focus to get to the other airport, which is Absolutely. like 30 miles away at least. So good job getting there. It was uh, hilarious. Now, yeah. Now, as I look at the image for the, the final quarter, it says new formulas in 2023. Again, it includes the virility and fer- fertility, which is kind of where we started a little bit on. Are those available now for those that, you know, are looking at my gosh, uh, we, you know, we we definitely need to have more kids out here in the world. I I had. Uh, yeah, they uh, are both available now, Robert. As a matter okay. of fact, I'm partial to virility just because I helped name it. That's the first product I ever helped name at Nutritional Frontiers. So very excited about that one. Um, I think Dr. V wanted to name it Boys to Men. I went, we can't do that. That's just. <laughs> no, no. Virility is the way to go with that one. There it is. Libido, uh, function, hormone balancing. Um, this is, uh, you know, again, a nice evolution of something that is more and more important by the day with what's happening to the dysfunction that's become rampant and almost normal. Like, what is the new normal? Having no no libido, right? Lack of function. It, it, again, younger and younger ages. And, you know, you're hearing about 20-somethings going, they just don't have any desire at all. It's like, this is not a way we can, you know, continue bringing more kids into the world so we have people on the planet uh, so uh, this is a big one, virility. And then again, fertility, which seem, is it more focused to the female, the fertility side? Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly how it's designed. So, Jay, maybe you should share with them, you know, specifically how virility works and what we did to come up with that formula. Yeah. So virility is an extension of a formula we have, which is Testa 180. So we're trying to do, Robert, on this formula and you won't see anything like it out there. Right. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is we're increasing testosterone levels with things like maca, horny goat weed, and tribulus, Bulgarian tribulus, which st- stimulates the luteinizing hormone. 
So we're increasing testosterone levels. We're improving circulation with things like ginkgo in there, right? Uh, L-arginine. And then the, often the missing component is improving the testosterone to estrogen ratio with DIM. So we have all those components in the formula, and then we add in the testes glandular. So this is a formula. Uh, Dr. V loves glandulars. Um, you have experience with glandulars, Robert. When you really yes. need an extra boost, you need to put the glandular in. So we took the test to 180 with the extra testes glandular, and now you have virility. Nice thing is only three caps per day, and yeah. um, we've had incredible feedback already on this. Absolutely. Um, so you can get a monthly supply or uh, go ahead and get a quarterly supply and use the discount code RSB15 to take advantage of that. So then we also have the formula for women, which is fertility, right? Um, some, of, some of us of a certain age who already have their children aren't really interested in this product. However, it's really fantastic if you are looking to conceive or you've been having some challenges. Do you want to talk a little bit sure, about that? Sure. As Dr. Tracy posted, do you want to gain weight with fertility or lose weight with thermogenesis <laughs> complete? She says, I'm done gaining. Give me the thermogenesis complete. Yeah. So, yeah, seriously, you know, fertility is not only just for, um, you know, conceiving, but also, you know, for the health of the fetus, for the health of the baby, um, for the health of the mom, right, with all these different issues they're going to have. There's an ovarian glandular in it from New Zealand. So we only use New Zealand glandulars or from South America. Those are two prime sources in the world. So we use the glandular in both of the formulations. The other thing we use in fertility, which is interesting, is the myelinositol, right, at a very therapeutic level. So inositol is very good for so many things, but helping with the uterine lining, uh, helping with uh, the ovarian system, helping with total reproduction organs in general, uh, also helping with things like PMS and um, some of the things people are suffering with cramps. And it could even be for menopausal females, right? So maybe it's uh, vaginal dryness, uh, libido, um, desire, those types of things. So this is a very complete formula. She put together, um, very, it's very unique in that you have the myelinositol. We also added a new form of CoQ10, the micro-CoQ10, which has incredible research from Konica on bioavailability. Um, so it's a new generation, ubiquinone, ubiquinol, now the micro-CoQ10. So it's a really nice formula together. Um, this is only two capsules first thing in the morning. Yeah, and I know, Robert, you had mentioned um, we also have EstroCleanse on sale. And I always thought that, you know, EstroCleanse was just for women. What? Well, I know. I'm they learning. Know. They, want they want to win the tennis matches. Now they want to name the products, <laughs> Robert. Now they want to keep the EstroCleanse away from us. Hey, Gee. you know what, guys? You got to pay attention to this because there's a lot of estrogen issues in men now. And <laughs> Uh, that is, is true. That is yeah, true. Yeah, think about guys like me that can gain weight easily, right? When I was at my highest weight, um, I had a lot of estrogen. In fact, that's what I was dealing with was a food allergy that raised my estrogen levels, right? Once your thyroid shuts down, it could be from soy or whatever it's from. Once the thyroid shuts down, your estrogen levels can go through the roof. That's where you become a fat storage machine. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. Right. So if a guys they call gynecomastia or bitch tits, right, where they grow a lot of tissue around the breast, they tend to be more shaped like a woman. They'll have larger legs and butt. And um, this is a sign of high estrogen levels. Right. So it can be very dangerous for either sex, especially males. So if you're dealing with a hormone induced weight gain, that's an easy sign. 
plus all the people on there on hormones, peptides. It could be either natural like Testo 180. Maybe you're on things like virility. Maybe you've taken the next step with some pellets, injectables, creams. I'm all for whatever you need. But make sure you're taking the right nutrients right. to get the best result and limit or eliminate all the side effects. So it's going to help really detoxify any hormone from the body. And we can't make claims here, of course, but it will help push your healthy pathways because it goes down the unhealthy pathways. That's what leads to prostate, uterine, ovarian, and breast issues that we don't want to get into, right? So estro cleanse is great for weight loss. It's great for hormone balancing. It's great for maximizing hormone production and processing. And it's a really good antioxidant. It was created by actually one of our first clients, Franny Perez. She's an MD, ND, and master of homeopathy, Robert. So right down your alley. So she was one of the pioneers in the field. She graduated from the first class at the prestigious Prestier University up in the Northwest. So a lot of great people have helped us with these formulations, um, of course, with the naming but also the developing and the creation. So these are very therapeutic formulas. You're not going to see these out there. We uh, had a homeopathic hit of the day. It's amazing how these things align. Sepia was the the remedy for today to talk about, and that addresses a lot of these female endocrine issues, uh, menopausal issues as well. And so the timing couldn't have been better. I don't know how that happens. Just kind of, it's a super Don miracle as he always kind of, kind of blows me away with what, what he brings out. Uh, Also the estro cleanse, Helpful for removing, I guess, moobs. That's what they call them. <laughs> moobs? Oh, yeah. Don, you know about moobs? You heard about yeah. these things? Is it was that in that cartoon you played earlier? You have the moobs. You may you may need the, the bro or the man's ear, which we don't moobs? want. Right? I am familiar with moobs, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we boobs, need to send yes. a couple samples to your friends? Does your friend need some samples of estro cleanse? I well, yeah, could we'll, be. We'll, We'll yeah. hand them out, whatever, whoever needs them. Y'all go get them. Use the code <laughs> RSB15, get the discount. Super Don, you had some breaking news while we're on. I know, again, time-sensitive uh, things are going to shift fast here, but the House of Representatives apparently voted to remove uh, Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they just had the vote, and uh, you had a handful of uh, Republicans and basically all the uh, Democrats, of course, uh, voted with them. And so we no longer have a Speaker of the House, which uh, could cause some problems. Maybe because without it, without a speaker of the house, the uh, the Congress can't do anything. Well, yeah, well, I think all legislation maybe, stops. Which some people might go, well, maybe that's a good thing. But well, I, uh, I was thinking that they can oh, do yeah. less damage to us. Yeah, so chaos, chaos in Congress. Not that that's unusual, but uh, yeah. yeah, some some funny stuff going on today. So well, it's yeah. another example of uh, stress that affects our hormones, right? We have the creative, the soul intelligence, right here. Maybe you can share a little bit with everyone listening, because I thought it was fascinating when you, she got into stress affecting the chakras and affecting reproduction. So can you share everyone a little bit about that? Because I love it. Um, sure. You know, um, one of the places that stress tends to go is your second chakra. So when you're talking about like hormones and reproductive um, areas, also like um, birthing a business. So if you're not familiar, there are seven major energy centers in the body. You know, the root is sort of the base of the spine. And then the sacral chakra, the second chakra is really where um, our sexual organs are. So having that chakra open, right, or focusing on the energies that are stuck in there can also help you shift things up and out. Um, a lot of times when we hold stress about um 
wanting to have a child or not being able to have a child or any of those things, right? It stops the flow of energy. It constricts, right? Because we're so focused on what we don't have instead of um, creating that fear and fear vibrates at a much lower level uh, on the emotional scale. Um, than love does. And so in order to conceive, you kind of, you have to be up at love. And so those mm-hmm. places need to be open and um, you have to be vibrating at a much different level. So we kind of do a lot of things that are counterproductive when we are trying to um, reproduce. Yeah. And the stress comes from everywhere. Just now this announcement, right from DC, yeah, right? Sure. The stress is overwhelming at this point, even when I don't even watch the news, it's still comes in right sure. you can run but you can't hide anymore and that's why i was thinking of what she was talking about earlier because this affects so many people out there right now yeah. just because we think things are over um they're not over the machine will keep continually to you know they, they rule by fear and you know we rule by faith so that's what we're up against. Yeah, yeah there we go you're popping a remedy oh i got my cbd thanks to nutritional frontiers the organic oh. u.s grown so um yeah these are things that uh, you know, you, you, we think, I don't want everyone to get cocky to think, oh, I've mastered stress. I'm over. No, dude, it's part of life. And, you know, stress can be positive, like, you know, going to work out, you stress your body, but I'm stronger for it. The kind of stress that tends to take away or degrade from you is stress when you feel like you're, you you have no power, you're, you're disempowered, right? Now, when you look at what's happening in the district of criminals, <laughs> you go, I got no power of that. And, and I don't want people to get lost in the body politic. I always talk about bringing our spiritual selves into everything that we do so that we don't, you know, come in from under a rock and have no consciousness about it. But a lot of people, you know, let's be honest, it's disappointing to see people that might go in and mean well, and then they end up corrupted and do things that you're like, gosh, this is happening again and again. And I think part of that is trying what we call a negative power or forces try to defeat us to make us give up. And this is often when we get exhausted we're out of energy, we get depressed. And so all of the things we're talking about, even though they they definitely impact our physical body, as you know, uh, my gosh, Christine, with you know things you've been doing with soul intelligence and you know even talking about energy centers of the body, mm-hmm. the physical body is just that conduit in between to those other areas. And if we strengthen this body, like even through exercise like we do, we're better able to handle the stress. It's just part of life. And it's not, as you point, it's not gonna go away. You'd like to think, oh, it's going to be great if we, if our guy gets in, if our gal gets in. It's like, no, no, life's going to continue. So we got to continue to care for this this temple. And that's the, yeah. you know, the essence of what we're we, doing together. I look at it this way, Robert. You know, people are like, well, when am I going to be good? I'm like, well, when are you going to stop experiencing emotions? <laughs> right? It's part of the human condition. So you can get better and we can shift things up and out, right? Yeah. But it is an ongoing battle, just like we deal with ongoing toxicity. You have to deal with ongoing toxic emotions and things that need to move up and out of the body. Right. So they don't pool and cause a dissonance in the frequency or a dysfunction or a disease um, after an, a longer period of time where we have to go see a healthcare professional. Yeah. But all these things work together, right? We have to nutritionally give our body what it needs in order to heal and to stay in alignment. Yeah, it was funny, you know, when I was younger, I used to think when you get to a certain age, life will be easy. <laughs> and I got to a certain age, it's not easy, it's actually harder. So what do we do? We better get stronger. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you know, using the Adrenomax for me personally for a month or two before the holidays, it builds up my adrenal glands. I already notice I'm sleeping better, right? It'll help you manage cortisol. Yeah. Other things like thyroid complete, I'll be, in, I'll be on long term. Things like Calm Day, hey, she can pop them when she's at the wrong airport, right? So <laughs> you can use these tools as needed, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, I, will, I will say like managing the cortisol is like probably yeah. one of the, the greatest things that we can do. So That's a big one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think about the adrenal fatigue and, and don't realize that causes sleep disruption. You think, well, I'm, I'm so fatigued I could sleep. No, you don't sleep well when the adrenals are messed up. So again, getting that support and finding, as Jamie just said, he's sleeping better. That's a side benefit of doing that. Absolutely. Well, we've got a lot of really um, incredible speakers this weekend, Robert. We are actually sold out, but we will oh. be virtually streaming our events. Okay. I know it's pretty exciting. Um, and uh, we are we are in the final stages of, of bringing this all together. So I'm really looking forward to an incredible weekend. How can people get streaming tickets? They have to go to our website and click under events and the Eventbrite link and be able to click on there and be able to see it live. Um, I think we're also going to have a link after um, the show for anybody who does miss it. Mm -hmm. um, we will be recording everything. Yeah, the website is simply nutritionalfrontiers.com. Make sure it's our site, not someone else's. So nutrition else it would be, but yeah, you got to go to the right site, y'all. Yeah. Well, you never know. Cause sometimes one of our clients, some of our clients have the formulas on their site. So nutritionalfrontiers.com. Gotcha. I understand. So yeah, we always link direct to you guys. So you, you can find it easy coming over at robertscottbell.com. And uh, we've got the banner always. And uh, my gosh, you guys are doing such amazing work. I'm, I'm in awe. I can't keep up, but uh, I'll try. And again, the next time hitting the tennis courts, and we'll have to get the word out on what kind of contest this is going to be so we can help promote it here about the, you know, how we played tennis. We signed the, the tennis balls and everything to do a fun giveaway. Absolutely, Robert. I think we're going to give away, like I said, uh, the Power Fuel, the Pro Oranges, and the Super Shake Vanilla. And okay. you and I just have to cook up what you want your listeners to do to be able to sign up and win that. So okay. I'll let right. you and Super Don conspire and let us know. And then we'll send that out um, to everybody that subscribes to your newsletter and ours. It'll be the greatest conspiracy theory ever to me. <laughs> Awesome. I Thanks, love it. Guys, such a good, such a good show today with a lot of coverage. So go back, rewind it, share the show, let people know this is a, a great place to get well and stay well. As we wrap up and head into the bonus round, thank you to Christine. Thank you to Jamie. Thank you also to Dr. Kenneth Oliver, a chiropractic neurologist last hour. It was a great, great discussion. Uh, and all of this helps me to remind you and me that the power to heal is yours. All right. What a show today, man. It went fast. Dude, blinking, it's over. Great stuff from Dr. Kenneth Oliver and uh, Jamie and Christine brought it from Nutritional Frontiers. Appreciate that so, so very much. Um, we were going to talk about this, actually. Steve kind of preempted us, in, in a sense, where he, he put this comment up um, about uh, what was this uh, subject matter uh, about the emergency broadcast uh, test coming up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And maybe the 11th as well, apparently. Um, says people may experience extra stress from the unprecedented two-hour test of the emergency broadcast system over the 5G network. I think it's also scheduled for the 11th and probably additional times over the next couple of months. Now, um, as I'm to understand it, uh, today's the 3rd of October, tomorrow the uh, 4th, for those of you listening or watching live. Um, we have a, uh, I think, Subron, did you put this in the notes for people? You know, I did. This isn't in the notes. I figured okay. we just we, could, we could just talk about it here in the bonus yeah. round. Um, there's a, a, a website I really like a lot. It's called Lifehacker. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just chock full of information that either is useless but interesting mm -hmm. or extremely um, useful okay. um, on just all kinds of different th things that you might come across in daily life and, you know, 
hacks to how to do things to solve problems you didn't know you could, et cetera. So anyway, they, they happened to come up with this article um, this morning, I noticed, six hours ago. And it kind of goes over just what it is to expect for, for tomorrow. So basically, here's the deal. Uh, tomorrow, there's going to be a test of the, uh, the National Wireless Emergency Alerts. And it's going to happen at 2.20 Eastern Time. That's 11.20 Pacific. And uh, basically, and it goes and talks about how there's this national emergency alert system, which provides, you know, these these messages in case there's some kind of a national emergency that they had the, an alert is is capable of being sent out to everybody who has a cell phone. And it also happens on the radio. It's going to happen on the, the television as well. Um, and so what's going to happen is at that time at 1120 Pacific, 1220 Mountain, 120 Central, 220 Eastern, um, the radio and the TV stations are going to broadcast a test message. The wireless phones are going to sound an alarm. And uh, th- if you've ever heard that, they did a test like this, I don't know, it was a few years ago. You remember that? But what and happened? It, I don't remember much about it. Yeah, it was just a really loud, oh, and it had, okay. a, had a message on the thing. You know, went, holy crap, because it really got your attention. Mm-hmm. And you, 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 you silence it and it's over. So, you know, um, I think what happens here, it says here that the, the, it'll start at 2, 2.20 Eastern. And it will continue to send it out until 2.50 to make sure that, you know, somebody happens to have their phone off or silenced so a, or a whatever. a minute window before about we go th- to air tomorrow. Correct. Okay. That they'll send that out and then they'll be done with it. Um, right. Well, if, if you're uh, at all concerned about the signaling, and again, I, I don't, uh, I can't dismiss this out of hand and say there's nothing to be concerned about. But the entirety of, you know, this wireless reality we live in, Super Don, is, you know, adding just, you know, we talked about Dude, the signal that they're going to no. be sending out from these towers would be no different than the notifications that you get if there's an amber alert or or anything like that. It's just it's an alert. And unless, so we're, unless you believe Dr. Evil is going to press well, the super power button. Right, right. right. And so so there is a theory out there mm-hmm. that came from an attorney. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, a while back. Um, a video was was traveling around, and this guy said that uh, this thing that's going to happen tomorrow is going to activate a Marburg virus that is baked into the uh, the vaccines that the people that got vaccinated, COVID vaccines, uh, that it's baked into that, and that when this signal goes out tomorrow, that it's going to activate this Marburg virus. Uh, and th- so anybody who, theoretically, who got the vaccine will then get Marburg which is basically Ebola, right? Um, and if you've ever read up or you've happened to have seen, you know, movies like to use Ebola. That's like the the ultimate disease, right, right in the movies. Yeah. And it's not pretty. It's not. I mean, your, your, or your organs liquefy and you're bleeding from the nose and the ears and the eyeballs and, the, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Should should that I don't I don't put I, if I don't that believe that happens it. we might not be on the air tomorrow I don't believe it people okay. can believe whatever they want to believe but no. uh, if if that were to be true then I don't know that there would be a a, a show tomorrow because well actually let's let's talk about this for a second are you okay. familiar with Marburg yes okay so let's say that that it's true and that these the vaccines have Marburg in it and so when this thing happens tomorrow. Uh, Marburg is uh, uh, activated. Yeah. Now, how long would it take for the Marburg virus to start showing symptoms, people showing symptoms from the time that it's activated? Mm -hmm. And this is theoretical because 
I'm not aware of anything like this having ever been done before. So I don't know if it would happen the same way as if like you got sneezed on by somebody with Marburg or right. if it's Marburg in a, in a, in a vaccine. I don't know. But generally speaking, if you get infected with Marburg, do you know the time that it takes or is this something I need to look up? I don't yeah, know. You have to look up incubation periods, okay. things like that. But if indeed what they're describing is something that's already in you that they activate with an energy pulse of some kind, then it could be instantaneous. Uh, and, and I'm not predicting it. I'm not hoping for it. Not any okay. Of so, uh, all right. So instantaneous yeah. Marburg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so um, if if this happens tomorrow, mm-hmm. then I I mean it's going to be something straight out of The Walking Dead because one of the other things that they're talking about right. is that it uh, for the people that don't die of Marburg, that uh, if I can remember c- correctly, and I don't think I will, but there was there was like some kind of gene removal thing that uh, also this guy was saying uh, will happen where it will turn people into zombies. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. He literally said they will become zombies. So um, I guess it's either Marburg or zombies tomorrow or a yeah. combination of both. So in the event that that does happen, then um, it, I'm glad I watched the walking dead for all the seasons and all the <laughs> spinoff shows and stuff are like that. Because, because I that? think, I mean, if the zombies are like the ones on walking dead now, Hopefully they're not like the ones that were in. Did you ever see World War Z? Oh, they were like the, the hyperdrive zombies. Holy cow. Yeah. No, those are not the zombies you want to have to deal with. Yeah, those are like all Usain Bolt. You have no boosters. chance. No yeah, chance with those kinds of zombies. So ho- I'm like hoping. Slow moving ones. Yes. Um, that yes. was like in, uh, what was the, the one out of Britain? Uh, they were in the pub and all that happened. 28 days later? No. It no. Was, uh, oh, you're thinking of Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a great, great zombie yeah. movie. Great um, movie. Listen, I mean, we're making light of something. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, likely nothing relative, but I will say that, you know, we've been concerned about the various uh, electromagnetic frequencies being, you know, challenging us invisibly, of course some more susceptible and vulnerable to others. I think that's true of all of these things and any of these things. I would say all the things that we do here on this show to strengthen us uh, make it even, um, let's say, less likely that should they try to do something like this, that you'll be devastatingly harmed by it. Uh, Having the sovereign copper in your system, adequate selenium levels, a lot of the antioxidants, the folium products, the folium PX, all of these things are going to help you to, to deal with things that somewhat esoteric for some, but you know, as I step back from this in Superdome, we try to be a little bit objective about this, too. Uh, if you look at patents on, you know, certain technologies that exist and the fact that there's, you know, energy experiments done by DARPA, uh, it's not that it's implausible that it couldn't happen. It's just, you know, question is, is this the, is this the thing they're really doing? Are they triggering it tomorrow or is it another, again, fear campaign? Nothing happens and they go, ah, see, look at all the crazy conspiracy theory kooks and try to discredit everybody who dares consider that, you know, there's a lot of nasty stuff that goes on that people do to one another, particularly in the name of power, uh, having power over people or depopulation agendas. I mean, we're not naive to believe that doesn't exist. It does exist. The question is, you know, what happens tomorrow? I don't know. I had a, 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 a text from my buddy who's like a handyman guy, a friend of mine. He's like, I think I'm going to go into the basement with my family, turn everything <laughs> off and sing Hugh for a couple of hours. I was like, well, dude, you're going to be better off for that even if it, nothing happens. So do, you know not? what? Do whatever it is you feel yeah. like you need to do. Don't do anything drastic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would do War of the Worlds type response, you know. Yeah, but you know, but then again, I guess if you are truly convinced that this is going to happen tomorrow, yeah. I mean, if you literally are just like, I know for a fact that this is true and this is going to happen, then it'd be like, why wouldn't you, you know, go into the basement and hide? Um, you know, it, with your your supplies and all that stuff like that. Whatever, do it. Do whatever it is you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but tomorrow, let's let's just agree on something here because what tomorrow's Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, the fourth of October. Tomorrow, let's um, let's have a, a a reasonable conversation about it tomorrow. In the event that it doesn't happen, okay. And let's look at that situation. Sure, yeah, I, I would like to do that. Next. Yeah, don't mind at all. Don't mind. Well, well uh, for those of you that can breathe a sigh of relief, mm-hmm. uh, we'll 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 do that with you. Yeah. For those of you that wonder why uh, people believed why believed it was going to happen, we can talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll do it in a respectful way. Yeah. And I, I promise I won't be too much of a, a never. Don't mind. be a jerk. Eleven <laughs> twenty tomorrow. That'd be that's that's what forty minutes before showtime. Yeah. So if they go 30 minutes and we got 10 minutes to recover and then, you know, it'd be live. fun. I was thinking about it is if I could, I want to run over to like the Walmart yeah. at 1120 in yeah. Walmart when it happens. So I can be there with a giant For group of people zombies. and no, yeah, well not just but like all of those, the phones going off at the same time. Yeah. Oh, that, just, wouldn't that make kind of a cool video? Well, only if I had like cotton in my ears or something to kind of depth, yeah. depth the sound a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll get some video of that if you want to, and we'll talk about that some more. Um, honestly, we're not making light of it. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't have inside track on this. I know that some people claim to, but um, the reality is there are such things as energy weapons. Superdon, they exist. You know, the, the fact is they've tested them on people. You know, those, those so-called non-lethal weapons to, to, for crowd control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've I've seen them reported on that where your skin feels like it's I've burning. I've seen them. Yeah. It's they're they're like a real thing. They're like exist. a, they're like a, like an armored Jeep type thing. Yeah. And this big panel comes up. Right. And yeah. so you feel like yeah. your skin's on fire and you like, you disperse and they're sound based weapons. They play Barry Manilow songs. I mean, there's all kinds of weapons for people that can hurt them and cause them to disperse or, or I hope it's not permanent anyway. Nope. I got no reaction from Super Don at all on that. Nope. I just, it, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're no. just, we're, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm more distracted by the chaos in Congress by now. But okay. maybe that's connected, right? Maybe, maybe McCarthy be. was ousted today purposely for some reason. They wanted to get and create Congress, uh, chaos in the Congress mm-hmm. uh, so that when the emergency happens, they, they don't know, they, they are, are, are ill prepared to deal with passing anything uh, because right. there's no speaker. So the House. are there any leading candidates to replace McCarthy? No, that's the thing. There, there aren't. And mm-hmm. so speculation is that there's really nobody that has the amount of support that McCarthy does. Because if you, if you remember months ago when he was first elected, yeah. I think he broke like a record or something like that of how many votes they had to have yeah. before he would yeah. finally get elected. And he well, had he to ha- he wheel had to and deal with people yeah. to get their support and all that stuff. So, you know, there's, there's 10 people basically in Congress right now that, that uh, are, don't want him to be speaker. Mm-hmm. And, and with the way the math is, um, he needs those 10 votes. In order to be able, but there's nobody else that has as much support as him. So the speculation is that they're just going to reelect him Mm -hmm. and, you know, it'll be another thing where, you know, they're going to, it's going to take two days of votes to, to get him elected again. Yeah. Because there's nobody, there's nobody. Why can't uh, they do this to Trudeau in Canada? 
Get rid of him. Um, yeah. I know I, I'm not a Canadian, but dude, come on. That guy. Jeez. Speaking of Canada, did yeah. you see this here? We didn't cover this today, but uh, this is one of those things that's in the hopper. Canada is going to create a registry of podcasters. And basically what it's going to be is that oh, uh, yeah, people that make over a certain amount of money um, or that have shows or are part of networks that do, they're going to have to report to uh, this this organization. I can't remember what it's called. The mm-hmm. uh, CRTC. They're kind of like the FTC. The, uh, um, they're FTC. The FCC. FCC, right. Yeah. FCC of Canada. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna have uh, make this list of all the, the the podcasters and you know the speculation is that that's just going to be a way for them to be able to shut down people that uh, are not saying things that Trudeau wants them to say so mm-hmm. good now, old Canada I'm reading an article about Thomas Massey who we had on the show last week he says uh, um, if if they vote to depose McCarthy um, he says that Republican rebels might not understand the damage they would do by firing him. He says, in many ways, this is a referendum on whether the House is going to try regular order or not, because the next speaker, if Kevin is deposed today, which he was, is not going to say, oh, if only we had tried more regular order, this could have worked out. Massey told Reason, the next speaker is going to go back to the Old Testament, he says, and we're going to devolve into former methods, which was an omnibus bill every year in gang warfare to try and get your thing in the omnibus bill. So oh, that's good old days about that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the devil, you know, you know, yeah. that's, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this pans out. Who knows? Who yeah. knows what's going to happen at this point? But I, you know, listen, I got to tell you when McCarthy was voted in, um, I, I, I never liked the guy. There was there was just something about him I did I didn't like him and the fact that he had to have fifteen votes or whatever the number was some ridiculous amount of times mm-hmm. uh, in order to get it, it was like you know he, he, every time it would go up it'd be, he'd lose the vote it was just like dude you know um, obviously y- you don't have the votes to win and you know the fact that it took so many times for them to vote to get him to become speaker didn't say a whole lot about the support for him. Yeah. No, he had to wheel and deal, as you said, compromise or whatever. And, and you know, I'm a pretty good read. I can get a good, pretty good read on people. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of had a, had a, had a knack for that. And uh, he comes across as just a slick politician who, who really was more interested in just being able to hold the gavel. Right. Than, than really what the job was about. Yeah. Well, I, most people are in it for themselves. Again, that's the uniqueness of Jonathan Emord. He's, he's not about himself. He's got a mission, you know, he's very focused on, you know, the importance of the history and the, the principles of this nation and its foundation. And, uh, you know, we, we talked to, I think one of the guys, have you seen any articles on the guy that's running against him in the Republican thing yet? Over hung there? cow is, yeah. is his name. He's a and hung he's, cow. Yeah. He's, he's, he's for himself. Yeah. He, well, yeah. He loves talking about himself. Everything's yeah. about him. Um, and apparently, I've seen some things that call into question some of his integrity. Some of his claims, yeah. When it comes to his past, he makes some claims. And I've seen on Twitter, some people have been calling him out and on Facebook and in social media. He's, he's got a couple of claims that people are saying are not true. One is that he attended uh, MIT and Harvard. He's a fellow uh, with MIT and Harvard. And apparently that is, is misleading. 
mm-hmm. at 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 uh, uh, best. And the other one, uh, what was the other thing that he was saying? It was something about oh, what was it? It was it was the H. It was the Harvard and the MIT, and there was something else I can't remember. But um, in any case, yeah, there's some funny funny business going on there. So. But, you know, he's one of those guys that really is like kind of a uh, he checks off all the boxes as far as, you know, what the media would look for to make him a darling. Right. right. You know, for the thing, you know, he's a he's a minority from Vietnam. His family escaped Vietnam, uh, the fall of Saigon. Uh, he is a Navy veteran. Um, and, you know, conservative, you know, gun rights, you know, all yada, yada. Um. So anyway, yeah, we well, got a year before this is going to happen. So more more information will come out. But. Yeah, we got to get 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 it going. Keep it up. Keep supporting Jonathan E. Mord for U.S. Senate and more. Uh, we got tomorrow. Let's see, middle of the week, Wednesday, the fourth of October. We're planning to be here live. Uh, do we have any guests scheduled tomorrow? I believe we do. We have got. Uh, let's see, tomorrow, Wednesday, John Richardson. Um. RNC store isn't that the um, isn't that the lateral thing? Yes, that's Richardson yes. Nutrition Center, right? Right. So we'll have him on in hour one, and then I have not heard from Ty Bollinger yet as to whether he's on or not. Okay. If he's not, we'll just do uh, news of the day, which is always plenty, plenty to cover. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's was all. a good show today, dude. Good show yeah. today. Uh, it was great. Getting oh. Kenneth Oliver on. Dr. Oliver was terrific in his presentation, giving perspective on it. And he's helped my wife out so much. I'm so grateful to him. Right. Uh, and I just, you know, anybody else needing that kind of help, I'm glad to introduce him again to the to the Robert Scott Bell Show family uh, as a great resource, great option for help and healing. All right. Well, let's end the show on, on something that I promised that we could show in bonus time. Robert, you were talking again. I don't remember why. What, what brought... Oh, it was when... Um, was it the question of the day asking about the nasal swabs? Yes. And this was back oh, in yeah. 20, back in 2020. Yeah. Robot <laughs> nasal swabs. When, when we were just looking around, we were just bewildered at what in the world is going on. This was the beginning of the madness mm-hmm. of, uh, of COVID and the pandemic. And uh, it was this, pl- I think it was in South, I want to say it was South Korea. Yeah. Where they, they've invented, they came up with this bright idea of, listen, COVID is is scary. We don't want anybody to be around anybody. So what we're going to do is we're going to invent a robot. And this robot, so that the, a person doesn't have to come up with you wearing no. gowns and masks and bubble wrap and face masks and all that kind of stuff to swab your nose. We're going we're gonna to save lives. We're going to invent a robot that will swab your nose for you. And so here we have the... Uh, the video showing how this they first they put on the nasal clip and then the person sits uh, properly in the chair and place your forehead in the thing there. I don't think you would remain in that chair. So then here comes the robotic arm. It, it grabs the, the swab uh, thing, pulls it out. God. Eight feet long. Right. So, you know, now notice there's a guy next to him. Yeah. But he doesn't have to actually pick up the swab and, and stick it in there. So now the thing does a facial recognition of the patient. And uh, kind of zeroes in there. It's got got the aim there. Wants to make sure that it gets it in the nose. Dude, you see the length of that thing? 
That is a swab, isn't it? It looks like a short sword. Yeah. All right. So here it goes. It's zeroing in on the on the nose here. I'm cringing. Here we go. Here we go. It's it's almost there. Almost yeah, there. At this point, you're out. All right. You're we have, running away. Now. We are right at the na- think, the the nostril. Now it's adjusting the it's angle. Getting the angle. Attack. All right. You here ready? Where the hell is it? Here going? we go. Here we go. Oh good lord. <laughs> oh god, that went in like 18 <laughs> feet. Now it's turning like drilling him back and forth. Turning around. Now look what it pulls out. How much was in the guy's nose? Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Whew. All right. Well, there you go. I don't now, know about you. Why do uh, I have to go that deep? That's BS, man. Yeah. Not at all, dude. It's so all there you go. Wrong. Thanks for sharing that again. Cringy memories here on the Robert Scabell Show bonus yes. round. Um, and then there's one other thing here. I mean, since we're in bonus round, we're just having fun here. You sent me a uh, a video. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, speaking of anal swab, oh. this is... Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, Klaus anal, anal swab. Schwab. Um, did you want me to play this, or was that just for my own consumption? I, I, it is funny. I would uh, just, uh, I don't know if viewer discretion is advised. It's like a cartoon version. I don't know. Remember <laughs> the, the jib jabs, you know, where they take people? Dude, this isn't, listen, this is not jib jab. No, it's not. But it's This is like, AI. Yeah. This is AI at AI work created. here, I do believe. So Klaus um, Schwab's going to tell you all that you need to know and what you need to do. Just in case, you know, I mean, we're coming up on the holidays and uh, people love music. I'm a big fan of music. I know you love music, Robert. Yes. Um, apparently, there's a, a new compilation CD mm-hmm. uh, coming out. Uh, I had no idea that, that Klaus Schwab uh, was so talented. But artist, apparently, yeah. he's, he, he can sing. And so there's a new album coming out just in time for Christmas. Kla- uh, Klaus, Klaus Schwab singing the greatest hits. Here. Thank you, Charlie. From the people who brought you. You know nothing. And be happy. Comes a brand new collection of hit songs from our beloved Supreme Leader. Timelines presents The Great Here Set, Volume 14. Everybody, jab your body right. Vaccines back, all right. One, two, three and two the four. Klaus, Schwabi, Schwab and Bill Gates is at the door. Ready to put a pattern on air and glass. Cause we about to play this set your ass. It's like this and like that and like this and that. So just cheer till the next pandemic. <laughs> Digital identity. You shall have until 20. Sir, no discussion for it is mandatory. You will see. Fifteen minutes, city. Fifteen minutes, city. Stay close to home. Fifteen minutes, city. Fifteen minutes, city. Or we'll send our drone. You better comply. You better watch out. You better implant that microchip now. <laughs> Santa Claus is running the town. Every meal you make, every bite you take, every single 
lunch bis ein crispy crunch you will eat said box <laughs> the great here set volume 14 get yours now available on shotify and pfizer music shotify nice oh, that's great that is definitely creative uh, laying it out there with humor. Thank you good for times. that. I don't know who created that, but that I don't really know good. either. So whoever it is, did a good, did it a uh, good job. Yeah. Really good. Thank you. What's very the much. latest thing on our, uh, sub stack? Uh, yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, mm-hmm. let me see here. Let me get over to it. If you have not seen our sub stack, sub stack, uh, you can go over to our website, robertscottbell.com in the upper right hand corner. There's a, uh, a thingamajig there that you can click on. And this is uh, an article on a, cover, a story that uh, you covered yesterday on the airborne vaccines. Mm-hmm. So the the title is, No Consent Required, The Terrifying Reality of Airborne Vaccines. So if you want to check out the article that we put out on that, you can. And, and what's the what, what's the site? The dot substack It is the dot com. Okay, very good. We've got one there we didn't talk about, but uh, the one before that, Plain God with Dirt, Mm -hmm. the risky business of genetic soil tampering. I created that meme. I thought that was kind of clever. That's great. (laughs) Surrounded by barren land. Right. (laughs) Oops. Because did you know, this is, you know, this is kind of eye-opening. Did you know that back in the 1990s, um, in fact, I'll just read this paragraph. Let's rewind to the 1990s, a time of grunge, dial-up internet, and... Oh, yes, almost causing an ecological apocalypse. The Environmental Protection Agency was tantalizingly close to realizing a genetically engineered soil bacterium designed to convert plant matter into alcohol. On paper, it sounded like a win-win. Farmers could use, could use their crop residues to produce alcohol for their tractors, and the nutrients rich sludge left behind could serve as fertilizer. But here's the kicker. A graduate student from Oregon State University who deserves a monument in their honor discovered that plants grown in soil mixed with this GE bacterium died within weeks. Hmm. And if the student hadn't conducted that experiment, we might have been looking at it. I mean, it would have just killed everything, you know, because that would have spread worldwide. This is the kind of thing Jeffrey Smith has been warning about. Did you have you heard of that? Yeah, well, because of Jeffrey Smith, I did. But I, uh, I had not heard of that. I had no idea that back in 1990, thanks to somebody in my state, uh, taking a look at that, that it we were, it was within days of of potentially just killing all plant life on Earth. Yeah, this is the madness of medical yeah. man, you know, mental man, and uh, the lack of connection to divine spirit will cause you to have you know megalomaniac, maniacal thoughts, uh, and then you'll end up creating uh, something that would destroy us everything. So, folks, please get back to your relationship with the divine. Maybe you'll get some wisdom beyond your your mental giantness to see through these things and say, no, it's not a good idea just because we can. So, yes, sir. All right. Any updates before we wrap it up today? No, I think that's it. So, um, again, uh, don't be too scared for tomorrow. If, if trust me, yeah. it's it's gonna be okay. I promise. Superdon has told you. If not, then uh, listen. At least I know I'm not gonna be a zombie. So. You know, but I might have to deal with some zombies around me. So right. anyways, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, barring anything unusual that happens at uh, 1120 Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Um, guess news of the day, etc. Okay. Uh, 
Until then, you guys have a good afternoon. We appreciate you being here and for your support because without you, it would just be Robert and I talking to each other, which is okay. Yeah, I mean, we don't mind. I mean, we could just sit here and have a two-hour conversation every day uh, with each other. to have you guys here, too. It's, I'm just it's good to have you guys here. So. Thank you for supporting us, too. Thank you. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.